<laughs> we'll talk about Favreau. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do the uh, the nineties animated theme, which they had in the first one. They didn't do it in this one, did they? I was trying to hear they did the sixties classic one. The, oh, the nineties, yes, the nineties animated series one. I think is Joe Perry wrote it, is. which is it's all and it's it's literally it's that's what it's like the Wonder Woman theme in the sense that it's like it's perfect for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's and most of it is. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Wonder Woman theme is just kind of a one big deal. Yeah, it's on a cello though, which is even more badass. They like plugged a cello into an electric guitar amp. Did so they that's turn right. it on its side so that cello you got a bass? <laughs> <laughs> Flip it on the side. Cello, oh, you got a bass. I gotta rewatch that. It's been a while since I've seen. I've that. seen School of Rock. That movie's old as fuck too. Yeah, it's at this point. It's probably fifteen-ish years old. Two thousand three. Yeah, sixteen. Damn. Yeah. It's I remember a, that. It's a good movie. Everyone was crazy about that movie when it came I out. I loved it, dude. I feel like everyone in middle school was like, I like ACDC <laughs> now. Yeah. Who, yes, uh, Peter Parker loves Led Zeppelin in this one. Peter Parker does love That was a good one. <laughs> when he said, I got the music, I'm like, oh, here we go, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like that. There's a lot of good callbacks. Yes. Uh, to... Welcome to another episode of Sean and Andrew talking about movies, sometimes other stuff. Uh, I'm Andrew Niels. I'm Sean McDermott. Hey. I think that's like the first time we've ever introduced ourselves. I think it is. We like never do that. We should probably do that. We should probably do that. <laughs> it's in the title. You get it. You know who we are. You know who we are. Um, uh, I just wanted to provide a little bit of context because this is uh, one of the rare ones that happens like once a summer where we are in the same... Same place. We're in the same room, folks. Same room, so who knows how fucking long and tangent-filled this is going to be. Because we've also just thrown it out there. We Well, we just saw Spider-Man Far From Home. Yes. Uh, we saw the IMAX screening of it, uh, which was great. But also we've been talking about doing a couple other episodes, but we just haven't been... I, I never got around to watching Chernobyl. Then by the time I did, we were going to meet up anyway. Yeah. So it's like, I, mean, I guess we could. I don't, I don't know if... That's that's like a whole other episode I can do on Chernobyl. I can yeah. do that like when I go back or something. I'll, I feel you've seen it like three times or something. Now, I've right? watched it three times. Yeah, Sean yeah. Sean finished watching it three times by the time I had fin- by the time spoiler alert that dump truck was just dumping out just sadness. You know, Sean knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> episode four. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a rough one. That's a, that's episode a really four. One. A lack of hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's. Yeah, I remember. Watching it the second time, and then Gail, friend of the pod, girlfriend of half the pod, girlfriend of <laughs> half the pod, yep. Um, she wanted to watch it after I had just finished my second rewatch, and I was like, "Well, yeah, obviously, I'm gonna, I'll do it." Yeah. I I feel like I need to give it a rewatch just because I, I I wasn't able to. I just wasn't in a good spot to just watch something harrowing, is what I kept saying. I was just like, I can't, I'm like, I don't think I'm in the right headspace for that. Um, yeah, you pick up on a lot of stuff, too. Like, there were some things that kind of went over my head the first time, and then I was like, oh, there's like little things that you're like, oh, okay, it makes more sense. I, I And 
I really like the last episode, honestly, was the one that probably zeroed me in the most. And I think that, that that's probably what I was waiting for, where it was just like, what, what actually fucking let's like here? Li- Let's line this out. Like, yeah. let's let's put it out there, timeline, yeah. like, this is what happened. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why I want to go back and, like, watch it now. It's, I, it is better knowing, like... Yeah, knowing yeah. what actually happened. Yeah. Because, like, they just throw you into it. Yeah. It, Literally. I, yeah. I was like cooking dinner, which I was like, this is not what I should be doing during this first episode. Uh, but I needed to eat and I was like, yeah, I'll just, and I was like, all right, I can, I can do this if I'm not a hundred percent like focused, which yeah. unfortunately is how I watched a good chunk of it. But eh, you know, I was just trying to self care. It is. It's a lot. I don't. I don't know why I love it so much. It is. People it's are really like well made though. That's like, the thing I keep saying. Like yeah, it's fucking terrible. And but I'm just like it is so good. It's really it good. The, so good. The weird piano music that they used that closed out a couple of the episodes. They've they recorded the score in a power plant. They recorded like notes and they like that's really cool. They did. It's yeah. It's the composer. She did. Um, I don't know her name. It's uh, like very hard to pronounce I think if I remember correctly but uh, yeah she did like uh, she got like a lot of because it, it almost sounds like Foley it's like a it's there's like you don't know if it's like in the actual scene or if it's score in some parts that's really cool you know and like that a lot of it is like actual sounds from a power plant that's really fucking cool. Yeah. I it was that in the pod. You said there's the podcast. Thing yeah, you should definitely listen to I'm it. I'm gonna listen to it, and when I probably do the rewatch as well. Yeah, um, you do it. I mean, because especially they do kind of spoil stuff, and because they do it like by episodes. So, like the first episode is talking about yeah. the first episode of the show. It's um, the appendices. <laughs> it is kind of. It it's a great way to do it. You know, it's yeah. simple. You know, the guy already has his own podcast. I think hmm. uh, he's he has like a screenwriting podcast, Craig Mazin. Um, and he really had done nothing like anything earth shattering until now. Um, yeah. he did rocket man, which is one of my favorite movies growing up with Harlan Williams. <laughs> so let's say with the Taron. Ke- no, no. <laughs> I said Taron Killam. Uh, Taron Killam could star in a remake of that version of rocket man. Yeah. Which would go up against the Taron Edgerton version of rocket man. Not, not the same, <laughs> not the same movie at all. Um, both have great musical moments though. I got the whole world good. in my hands. I got the whole world in my hands. <laughs> Uh, so fucking good. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen Rocket Man in forever. I just remember there's like a part where he like farts in the yeah. tube or it blows something. Blows up, like yeah. his suit keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> speaking of suits, I don't know, Spider-Man? There's a couple of suits in this one. Is it good? There's some good suits, and there's a couple of shots where it actually looks like a practical suit, too, which I appreciate, but... <sighs> Especially at the end, yeah. when they're on the bridge. I think that looked sort of CGI. That was looking a little fakey. Which I was like, why is this looking fakey? Mm, I guess I guess it was just the detail in the back, because, yeah. like, all right, like, let's just do spoilers, because we're going to... I don't know people if they get the spiel by now. Yeah, we jump around a lot. I would like to do some things in order, because yeah. there are let's, some we can things... We go through it. Because I think my favorite... I was like, okay, like there was a good chunk of the movie where I was like, the reviews for this were like really high. I was like, I, I'm just not seeing it yet. Yeah. And then it hit a lot of shit where I was just super on board. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, 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 it, yeah, it went places that I didn't quite expect. And yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But this, this shit on the bridge, end of the movie. There's just, like, the melting effect. Yeah. I thought that looked kind of cool. That was, like, a cool yeah, detail. Cool. I, um, like I did, like, because he was just, 
this is like a vague spoiler, but he was on fire for a lot longer than <laughs> like, like we ex- expected. And I liked that he was like, oh, like it was like I gotta get to that, I gotta get to that. And then he like finally does. It's like, oh, whew. <laughs> uh, skates on the water. It was cool. The, um, <laughs> yeah, no, there was there was some really cool shit. Um, so for, I guess yes. it starts off with. There's a scene... Do a goofy cold open, which felt unnecessary. Because it cuts, like, halfway through. It's like, you don't really get anything. Yeah. It's just like, this is Mysterio, because, like, uh, Maria Hill and uh, Fury. Fury show up, and there's, like, it's a city in Mexico that's, like, ruined, mm-hmm. and there's, like, a quick smoke monster. Was it smoke monster? It was the, that was the Earth one. The Earth one, right. Yeah. And, like, you don't see it. You don't see it, but you just see him roar, and then a bunch of green smoke drops out of the sky, and then, to quote Dewey Cox, Jake Jake Gyllenhaal shows up and says, you don't want none of this, and then blasts green smoke at it, and then it cuts to the Marvel logo, which had one of the best things in the movie. It's the Marvel logo set to Whitney Houston singing The Bodyguard, which cuts into like an iMovie in memoriam, which you find out a couple of things, which I think was actually interesting in this section. Uh, is an in-memoriam, and it's just a picture of Tony Stark. Uh, so Tony Stark's obviously dead, and it cuts to Captain America, which... I was going to ask you about he's, that. I, I liked this detail. What were you going to ask? Cause like, so I was like, is he dead? Did he die? I don't think so. I think it's just... He's done. That's the story that they're giving, because he's just an old man now. So that's like, true. No one would know what the fuck happened, I guess, during that. So it's like, I don't know, it was a big, crazy battle portals and shit uh why oh no Captain America didn't make it I don't know like it's an easier well cause like the whole movie is kind of about truth and like yeah what's real and yeah and being like objective and yeah. yeah that's yeah you're right that though cause I, I was like interesting cause he's not dead but like to anyone else like no one would even know it's Cap cause he's an old man he's an old man yeah and it, <clears> that him being dead to everyone else just gives him that piece of being retired, which I was like, that's cool. I'm on board with that. Uh, And the pictures that they have are fucking hilarious, where it's like pictures of Tony Stark, like in front of like a crowd or whatever, in front of Congress, whatever. Captain America, it's like a Captain America picture. You know, you'd see the Black Widow one, I think was her testifying in front of Congress, which is like and a Winter Soldier. So it's like, oh, okay, that's where they would have gotten that. The Vision one is a blurry, like zoomed in picture which I thought was so funny because, of course, there's not any real good pictures of him. Like, he's not going and taking pictures with people. <laughs> like, he's just... <laughs> it's like some, like, cell phone footage or something. Exactly. And then, I think it's the airport fight, but it's just, like, yeah. zoom in of him. And they, then... <laughs> those Tony Stark ones were great because they were, like, stock images from Iron Man. It was, like, yep. with the jets behind him and, like, when he was still doing the weapons thing. It was, like, from the opening scene of the first movie where yeah. it's like Tony Stark. Yes. Yeah, that, that whole shit. Oh, God. It was so good. Uh, so you find out everyone's dead and there's like doves and stuff that they put in background of like water drop effects. And then the last shot actually said it has a Getty image water watermark on it, which is really funny. Uh, so again, one of my favorite things from the last movie came back, which I didn't necessarily expect, which was the, 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 the high school news program. Because that was like such a fades into that. Yeah. Yeah. With Betty Brant. Betty Brant, who gets a much bigger role this time. Bigger than all the other movies combined, for sure. Yeah, and they had Elizabeth Banks. I know. Such a waste of potential. Yeah. But, yeah, so they're in school. Well, they also explain, they call it the blip now. It's like... 
Yeah. Which I guess makes sense because they wouldn't really no one knows, knows it's like a it's a snap and like yeah, yeah it, it it brings it back down to earth you know like the the whole yeah. world it's like this is what everyone else sees it going on here and they do it's, it's it works as a like a good gag where it's like everybody in the high school is there for like a pep rally or something and the marching band is just slowly fading away and it's just kids just disappearing as other kids are reacting it's horrifying yeah and then they're like well, then five years later the blip happened and then everyone's in the middle of a basketball game and then just suddenly just the band reappears on the basketball court just like getting run over and shit it's really funny but then they just like cut away from it so it's just like you don't yeah uh, but then they also explain like some people Vanished, and then when they came back, they hadn't aged at all. But five years had passed. Some people started uh, one age, five years passed, and they aged regularly. And they have the one kid where he's like little, and then he grows up. And then I was very surprised that that was now a new character. Yeah. Later, because like when he first showed up, he was like, "Yeah, guys, like this is great. We're all going to Europe together." I thought that they were just gonna keep doing that. Which I thought was funny, but uh, I don't know. He's like a man. He's just like, he's like 25. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) he's 25 and becomes Peter's romantic rival for MJ, which... uh, I just got a tornado warning. For here? Yeah. We've been getting a... Okay, so that's fun. My phone's over there, so I probably got one too. Weird up in here. Maybe it's fucking Mysterio, dude. Well, here's... (laughs) It might be Mysterio. The, uh... When I saw Endgame, I remember it was like two nights before we got a tornado warning, which was like the first time that's like ever happened around here. Mm. Uh, it was like two nights before in the middle of the night. It was three in the morning. Everybody was talking about the next day. They're like, oh, did you get the tornado warning? I was like, yeah, I got out of bed. Or I had like one leg out of bed and it was just like. Nah, I'm not gonna go with these. <laughs> like, I was like, hey, you know what? If, if I hear something, I'll sprint, uh, <laughs> jump down a bunch of stairs and shit. Um, and then I, and then it happened again. Like two days later, I had just finished Infinity War, and Infinity War is great because when the snap actually happens, like it does, like a storm is on the horizon, and it, it's the sound work in it really does sound like there. There's a good vibe to it that like a storm is like a, approaching. Mm-hmm. But it also helped because there actually was one approaching and like <laughs> a, tor- a tornado warning popped up and I was like, yeah, it better not happen. I have tickets for like the next like hour. It, fuck, it fucks that up. I just finished rewatching all of them. I'm, I am not, oh, I'm not here for this. Priorities. But uh, yeah, the, so point being, we broke the planet. Uh, that's not in the movie. That's just in real life. Oh, yes. Yeah, uh, the much more bleak reality. Yeah, how many that's why we go see these movies. Yeah, we're getting tornado warnings a lot more. No tornadoes have happened. You just had earthquakes. That's scary. Ooh, yeah, I was. Uh, I luckily wasn't there for them because I would have shit my pants. But uh, there was a six point six and then a seven point one magnitude earthquake oh, in California, and a lot that's of people terrifying. thought it was the big one, but <clears throat> luckily it is not. That's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Um. So anyway, back to... Spider-Man! Spider-Man! <laughs> <laughs> Where he fights big Rockman! Yeah. Wild, wild guy! Water. Yeah. <laughs> so, what happens next? So you they actually like hold off introducing Peter for like a minute. Like, he doesn't really show up in the movie until like five minutes in. We first see him in his suit, right? He's in the Iron Spider suit, maybe? Is that before or after he talks to Ned about his plan? No, yeah, okay, so yeah. yeah. We, we get all the exposition dumped from the school news, which was great. Uh, and then 
he starts talking to Ned about their his plan because they're about to go on a science trip to uh, England, which. Cutting ahead, there is a great bit. I think J.B. Smoove says it later. He's just like, yeah, there hasn't really been a lot of science on this <laughs> science trip. And I'm like, that's great. Uh, there's, these, again, similar to Homecoming. I was laughing through most of this. A lot of this was just because I enjoy these characters, yeah. I think. Specifically Ned. but So good. Peter's talking to Ned about his plan, which he's like, okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to get a Black Dahlia necklace for MJ. Because uh, it's her favorite flower, and also because of the murder, which they, which whenever that comes up, like two people say, it, they're like, oh, but also because, because of, of the, the murder. murder. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> uh, and he's talking to him, he's like, I'm gonna get her that, I'm gonna give it to her on top of the Eiffel Tower and tell her how I feel. And then Ned's like, all right, then the next step is you don't do any of that. He's like, we're gonna be two American bachelors in Europe, which is <laughs> Euro trip, like. Vibes. I just, I, I think I said it on the Infinity War episode as well. Ned is just the best of us. Because mm-hmm. in Infinity War, Peter is like, Ned, Ned, I need a distraction. And he doesn't even hear him. He just turns around, sees a giant spaceship, and goes, Oh, spaceship! And he just starts freaking out. We're all out. gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> And then at the end of Endgame, him and Peter coming together is that. That was one of the things where I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was real good. Um, but I just, for the first, like, 15, 20 minutes of the movie, Ned keeps talking about how they're going to be bachelor. Uh, he keeps specifically saying they're going to be bachelors in Europe. American bachelors American. in Europe. <laughs> oh, fuck. It's so funny. Um, uh, so then, Spider-Man does the talk, right? The speech. He does a speech at... Like, so, Aunt May does, she has, like, this replace, displaced blip people right she's thing like she's because she like blipped back because she got snapped apparently they they she said i blipped back into right yeah she got snapped right right right. she's like i blipped back into my apartment and like another family was living there oh i didn't understand what the fuck she was talking i remember specifically i was like whatever cut they do or something felt very weird yeah it is a little unclear but yeah she she like blipped back and like the husband the wife thought she was like his mistress or something right like, she makes a joke about that yeah. or like a um, ghost or something yeah, yeah so yeah, right. like that's I liked that like she's she's kind of taking on the cap like what Captain America kind of did like she's part of like a yeah helping people that like it's also similar to I'm gonna probably bring this up a couple times the PS4 game uh, mm-hmm. I felt like there's a lot of similarities with this in the PS4 game the in that Aunt May is uh, it's called like Nest or something like that uh, where okay. she helps the homeless and so she's like really instrumental in like helping the homeless and just giving back to the neighborhood and it works better because you don't get the full origin for Peter you don't get the Uncle Ben stuff or anything like that uh, so you kind of get his sense of altruism through what she does and mm-hmm. then she's had like a longer career doing as his aunt. Also, they age her, so she's like late 50s, 60s in that game. So it's like, she's still an older Aunt May, but she's just like your aunt. Yeah. Uh, she's is, not like a grandma. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really... It's it's really good. The PS4 game storyline is really good. I, I'm probably going to bring it up a couple more times, but uh, I liked all that. I also liked Peter's appearance in front of everybody. It could have been anyone. Like, there's like, there was no reason to believe that was actually Spider-Man, which was great. Well, that's the thing, too. I was like, first of all, I was, I, I, I still can't get over that suit. It's not. The Iron Spider one? I'm not a big fan of it. No, but it like, looked, I was also like, this looks like Captain Marvel's suit. 
Yeah, right. it was like too shiny. Well, because it was also like the scene and the lighting in the scene was very like you know spotlights yeah. on like your characters on a stage, and it just it just felt weird. It felt out of place because it was just like him standing there with a bunch of people, um, which we've never kind of seen that suit in that setting. It's yeah. just like you know. Usually being in a massive action scene that's all CGI. Yeah, I liked that we didn't get more of the Iron Spider suit. There is the shit in the trailer that's not in the movie, where he, like, is in it, and he's, like, fighting bad guys and, like, webbing them up. Yeah, they cut that out, I guess. They cut it out. I don't, is... Yeah, I don't think they needed it. No. It was probably just, like, a pre... It might have been, like, the preamble to most of this, what we're talking about now. He probably would be like, oh, I gotta go, I gotta go to this! Ah, I'm Peter! Ah! Like... I like. I, I kind of wish they went more into that. Like almost having he almost had like a panic attack. Like I loved it because yeah. I was like, this is like a weird Iron Man three. This is the same setup as Iron Man three, yeah. which is he's just kind of going about his day. He's a little, bit, you know, he's got a lot of, but he's you know he's got a couple issues and stuff. He's really worried about this thing that's coming up, and then but like random people hit him with a question, and he has a panic attack and has to leave. That's basically the setup in Iron Man three. Yeah, and I was like, oh oh. And I was looking to see if it was going to... There's two things I wanted to see if this would get a parallel. One, Iron Man 3, which it straight up doesn't. And then two, they actually put the first shot of the movie, they do the, the Sony Columbia uh, logo with like the Statue of Liberty lady. And then they do the Indiana Jones fade to uh, like a statue. And I was like, is this kind of weirdly be an Indiana Jones kind of adventure plot? Not really. No, it, yeah. There's I, a MacGuffin. But there's yeah, not enough. It's really yeah. I, I, as soon as I saw, I was like, oh god, like what? What is it? What's gonna happen? It, it, it the definitely prairie dog crawls th- out yeah. of the top of the statue. I think that was like spe- yeah, specifically just to have a fun reference to Indiana Jones. Yeah. Like that was all it was. And yeah. It was it was cool. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that you picked up the panic attack thing because I was like, oh yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. I was like, I, that could be something that because they do this, they do it in Spider-Man Two. Where they show him being overwhelmed really well. Like, they do a good yeah. job of, like... Spider-Man 2 is just all, like... A lot of this is also coming just from, like, retrospective reviews that have popped up in the last couple of years online. But Spider-Man 2 is just mostly... It works so well just because everybody just... He doesn't catch a break in that movie. Mm-hmm. At any fucking point. And that's kind of what happens here, too. He's, like, always getting pulled. He's like, do I... Like, yeah. can I have a fun vacation? And, you know, he's got Nick Fury down his neck. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's... It's uh, it's similar in that regard, too. And I think they did a like, interesting thing with him, him having a panic attack. And I'm, yeah. I'm interested to see if they keep going with that. Because now, like, especially how they leave it off at the end, it's like, if oh, it's more fuck. Of a, yeah, more like, of a public eye thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> they go to Europe. They're on the plane. I guess that's probably the next scene, right? Can I say one thing? Yeah. This is also going to be another through line that I want to do. I want to go back to the scene, though, real quick, where he is getting praised by the neighborhood and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I refer to sequels that have what I call Spider-Man 3 problems. Mm-hmm. Which is like when the movie is basically just like jerking itself off, where it's like everyone loved it, yeah, like that seat, that parade scene in Spider-Man Three, yeah, where he's like high fiving people, he's high fiving everyone, yeah. and he's like, no Spider-Man, don't kiss her, and there's all that, and he's like, yeah, let's do the upside down kiss, they'll love it. Uh, that the, the scene with him at the at the uh, Salvation Army place, I think it was Salvation Army, um, yeah, uh, that to me felt like that scene, but working. Yeah. Which I was like, oh, that's good. 
Uh, but it's not the only time I thought about Spider-Man 3 throughout this movie, so... Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah. No, it, it's true, yeah. It's like, it's a little more subdued. It's not like people aren't having, holding around balloons painted like Spider-Man. It's just yeah. like a, an event that like he's kind of getting people to show up for. Exactly. Like, I'll show up so people will go. Kind exactly. Of um, <clears throat> I, I was, I was super into it, but yeah. And like him and his aunt like have a cool, their relationship is really good in this movie. I really like. She just, because the last movie ends with her being like, what the fuck? (laughs) But I guess they just have talked about it. Yeah. Uh, And she's cool with it. She's, she's down for it, which it's, it's different. It's very different, but you know, I guess you kind of have to be different now because Spider-Man's been done so many goddamn times, you know? I think it works. I think. It's weird, though, like, the different versions of Aunt May that have been done. Like, the Raimi ones are, like, the classic, like, she's just an old woman. Mm-hmm. Like, again, I the, the PS4 game version is great. Mm-hmm. I think just because she feels the appropriate age for that, uh, and their relationship just feels very natural. So yeah. there's a lot that, like, their relationship in that is really good. She, I don't think she knows that he's Spider-Man. Because he's, like, 20-something, right, in the, in the game? He's supposed to be, like, 20. He's supposed to have been doing it for a little bit, so he's, like, maybe 27, 28, or something yeah. like that. So he's, like, right on the cusp of, like, just kind of be like being on his own kind of thing. So, uh, I don't know, it's really good. Uh, the Spider-Verse Aunt May was, like, the weirdest one, where she's just like, yeah, not a, I'm, like, Super Alfred. Like, I'll make all your tech for you. Yeah. Right? That's true. Which I've been meaning to rewatch over the last couple of days. I just haven't done it. Oh, it's good. Um, it's really it's good. good. Um... And then you have Sally Field. <laughs> oh, where she? I'm a nurse. So oh, the power's yeah, out. Another shift at the hospital. Oh no! There's the power. Uh, no discredit to Sally Field. She was great. It's, it's she's, such she's, a horrible fucking she's character. Said in interviews, she was like, "I did that as a favor, basically." Yeah. She's just like, oh, "There wasn't a lot there. Like, what'd you want?" Yeah. Like, it's like, eh, nice amazing. paycheck. Oh, um, God. Amazing Spider-Man Two. <sighs> There's no power. It's Electro. He's taking all the power. There's not the enough city. power Fuck to get movie. back. I hated that movie so much. We, uh, you um, just saw a friend of ours from college, and I was like, yeah, bring him down. Bring him on the pod. And I was like, we'll compare the Spider-Man 2s that we've seen in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, 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 I Everything except for Paul Giamatti's Rhino. I'm the Rhino. The Rhino. Alexi Six. Whatever his last name is. The Rhino. Peter. And he's just in a big mech. And there's just a Doc Ock backpack in a hallway. It's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> ah, shit. Yeah, so they... Um, so he goes... I guess they go to Europe, right? That's probably the next major yeah, part. I think the only the only thing that I just want to mention is there he doesn't bring it he doesn't want to bring a suit, so he leaves his suit. Yeah. And then but he also looks at the Iron Spider one, which apparently has to sit in like a container. Yeah. Field, and it was a swirl of particles in a hologram. I was like I think that was like when I turned to you, I was like, What the fuck? Like it's <laughs> like what the fuck is that? Like it looks like a thing in a video game you'd get. Yes. And then you'd like unlock Spider Man. Where you would yes. unlock that costume. You unlock the suit, yeah. It, yeah. it looks like a... Yeah, like you walk up to it and you, you like acquire it. Mm-hmm. It's like an unlock. You acquired the Iron Spider suit. Press Which, R3 and L3 to unleash the extra leg. Like, <laughs> well, it's, yeah, it's also because like, it, it's just a normal suit in the first time they show it in, at the end of Homecoming. 
Well, it still has all the shit. He just doesn't know, I think. No, yeah, but, like, what I'm saying is it, it can, like, exist. I don't know, maybe. Like, oh, right. Like, it's just oh, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it's now a it's... weird container. Now it's feel. in... I don't know. It was, just, it was just, like, a weird, like, really? That's just in his room? But, like, yeah. All right, whatever. Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of not really a thing anyway because it never gets used in the rest of the movie. Which is good. Yeah. It's... He's too OP. It just doesn't... I don't like the design that much either, personally. I think it's... And it's also just way more apparent that it's CGI than, like... It's super CGI. Yeah. yeah. Like, it is. Like, really I mean, his regular suits are too, but, like, it has more texture. You know, it looks like cloth. They, I believe those more. The, the Iron Spider doesn't make him interesting, because then it's... He He's used it in the war against Thanos at the end of that movie, and he just put instant kill mode on, and it went into autopilot and was just stabbing everything in sight, which was incredible. It was cool, but... Uh, I don't want that in this movie. No. You know what I mean? Like Exactly. Even in the last movie, I didn't love that the suit came pre-built with everything. Like, well, yeah, that's kind of why I think they wrote it where he's like, I don't want to have the suit, and she just throws in the cloth one, like, so they yeah. don't have that problem of, like, why wouldn't he just take his best suit all the time? Exactly. You know? Um, so, I mean, it's also probably not practical to take a hologram box with nanobots <laughs> into the oh, airport. It looked like it was maybe carrying on like, You want to the... check that, or...? <laughs> No, um, you don't want to put this in there. <laughs> um, so they're on the plane, which the plane was the the, the plane stuff was really good too. Yeah, um, fucking Star Martin Star is, is a star. Yeah. He's his look in this is great, where he just felt very much. He was a lived-in science teacher character. Yeah, like, he's got a little Jeff cap. And he's got his little fanny packs and like his like he's wearing vest. a lot of like beige. I feel yeah, he's like, got like a vest with all the pockets and everything. He's yeah. like super nerded out. He's super nerded out, but he's just clearly in over his head where he's just like everything keeps going wrong on the trip, and he just keeps. Going, oh, they just gotta keep on going. Like, hope this up. We're going to Prague. Yeah, it's great. It's so <laughs> he's great. Uh, yeah, and JB Smoove is the other teacher who just like is clearly just wanted to go on the trip. Yeah. Doesn't really want to do the teacher aspect of it because he keeps he steps in anything once or twice where he's like, let me be the cool teacher. <laughs> but mostly he just has to go to the bathroom or takes an Ambien or whatever. Like, it's great. Uh, I, was, I didn't even know he was in. I was like, oh shit, JB Smoove. <laughs> I think we had talked about it. No, I think we had talked about it, but there wasn't a lot known about his character where we had once, I, I remember having this conversation where we're like, wouldn't JB Smooth as J. Jonah Jameson? That's right. Because that would have been That's right. That would have been awesome. I would have been on board with that. Too. I a thousand percent yeah. would have been on board where he's just fast talking, just like, what? Crap, crap, mega crap. Oh <laughs> crap. He does fucking pictures. <laughs> Yo, PP, Peter Parker, LB. Uh, LB. Uh, LB. <laughs> I just love so that he good. becomes like the sidekick in the later seasons of that show because he just doesn't leave. He like, lives in his guest house. Yeah, <laughs> but I like that he just basically gets like a well-established sidekick like six seasons in. Yeah, it's, it's great. Uh, it's so good. Um, yeah, so they they're on the plane and like Peter wants to sit next to MJ, so they concoct mm-hmm. this plan. And Ned says he's like allergic to someone's perfume, and then. In, Martin Starr just comes in. He's like, "All right, I can handle this. This is not. This he is just not shuffles <laughs> everything in a crazy way that doesn't make any sense." So Ned and so Peter and Martin Starr sit next to each other. MJ sits next to the kid that they show. I can't remember the character's name. Um, 
the kid that they show who aged five years, who becomes, it's like Mike or something like that, maybe? Yeah. Uh, he becomes his romantic rival, and then they end up sitting next to each other, and then Ned and Betty Brant sit next to each other and immediately just, like, fall in puppy love. Uh, it's great, because then the rest of the movie, they basically, just cutting ahead to that storyline, they basically dress the same whole movie. <laughs> They're both wearing Ned's hats. Ned's wearing, I don't think I said it yet. I think I said it when we were in the theater. But Ned is back and he's wearing more hats than ever, which was my favorite bit in the last movie where he's yeah. going to the party wearing a hat. And he's like, yeah, it gives me confidence. And then he's standing around later. He's like, Peter, where are you? The hat's not helping. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's got a new fedora. He's got the nice little like floral hat from Venice. They got like all like Venice merch at like probably like a truck stop or something. Yeah. Like the Venice equivalent. Um, and she's like, you could tell like she's like dressing him and like, it's, you get it, the vibe that she just wanted somebody to carry your bags almost. Yeah, like, I don't want that to sound the wrong way, but that is kind of how they, yeah, make that character seem. It's like it's harmless, but it's also he's like, yeah, yeah, babe, like yeah, sure mm-hmm. thing, babe, like he loves it. Yeah, yeah. he's he's all he's on board one hundred percent. And then so they're just always running around doing hilarious shit. Like, they keep getting into danger, and I laughed every time because I really just Ned is my favorite character in these new movies. He's so he good. really is. Uh, I kind of want, and he even brings up. He's like, hey, you know, like. Me and Betty might... It's raining, and you can hear it on the mic, by the way. Um, I'm just saying that for the listeners. Yeah. We can't do anything about it. There's a tornado warning. Yeah, 46 minutes. Oh, shit. I got it on two different notifications. One from my weather app, too. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. Or an illusion. Um, The... uh, But, yeah, they keep cutting to them, uh, like, in danger and stuff. And, like, Ned at one point is just like, yeah, babe, like, hey... Sorry, I, I got distracted and now I'm back on track. We should probably cut that out. <laughs> uh, uh, he's just like, hey, Peter, like, I think you might have noticed me and Betty have been spending a lot of time together, but I still want you to know I'm still your guy in the chair, so what do you need? <laughs> and I just love that, where it's just like, yeah, guy in the chair. Uh, I was watching porn. <laughs> Ned, no, you're the best of us. He really is. He's such a sweet uh, boy. He's so he's so pure at heart. I kind of want him to get it like a superpower. Like you, like give him something for like a scene. Like I, Pepper Potsum, give him an Iron Man suit for like a minute. I don't know what you do because I, I said this where it's like Ned Leeds is the Hobgoblin, mm-hmm. and I don't want to see Ned go Goblin. I think it'd be interesting if he like is like a Raimi level like goes mad villain, mm-hmm. uh, where it's just like he's normal and then he does a serum and now he's crazy or he puts on a suit and it electrocutes his brain. Yeah. Yeah. No, they never did. Uh, yeah, they, uh, they did some great stuff with them. And then, so they're still on the plane. They get, they land there in Venice. They get to the hotel. It's kind of a dump. Yeah. And then all of a sudden flash also is live streaming the entire time, which is like his running bit. Did you see his uh, handle? It was like Spidey fan. Was it? Yeah, that's funny. His Instagram is like Spidey number one fan or something. That's that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> and he keeps it. What does he keeps calling it? What he keeps calling everybody? He's like the Flash Mob or yeah, Flash Mob. Yeah, <laughs> which is a great, fucking super clever. Like that, that is good. That's a really good idea. And there's this weird through line that they keep bringing up where it's like when Peter looks at him and he's like trying to text his parents. It's just like his parents are just never. He's like, hey, I haven't heard. Where's mom? Of you. Or like, yeah. where's mom? Where's dad? 
And then at the end of the movie, you get picked up by somebody. It's like, oh, so no one can pick me up. And they just like hang on it for like a weird extra yeah. second where it's like, oh shit. Oh, fuck. Like, cause he's not treated as like an actual threat or anything. He's just really annoying. He's a little dick. Like, yeah. Who was I? I was listening to someone talk about him and it was, you know, it's an interesting, cause like the, the jock bully isn't really a thing anymore. I, I mean, guess. 45 year old Joe Mangiello <laughs> in high school. Yeah, he's like graying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like that's not like nerds are kind of cool now, and like, yeah, like what if he's just another nerd that's a dick? Like, like it's it's better where it's like there's yeah there's a podcast that I've, uh, the Weekly Planet I think said this where it's like he's not really a bully, he's that dude in your social circle that you just kind of have to put up with. Yes, yes, and we all have that person. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I had a recent run-in with one of mine where it's like, fucking... Um, <laughs> fucking Flash. Um, Flash Thompson. You, uh, yeah, the... What else? So, I guess Venice just kind of... They, like, hang out. There's a lot of this movie that is kind of, like, montage like... Like, weird, like... We're in Venice, yeah. I can't believe Sony Pictures paid all the money to, like, send us all the way here to Venice. Yeah, they should just get some, like, stunt doubles. It's a it's a Tom Holland who's six foot. Because Tom Holland's, like, Tom Cruise size. He's so tiny. Zendaya, I think, is bigger than Yeah. Which I was like, I was like, I don't think they're hiding this, which is kind of great. Yeah. She's wearing, like, Converse the whole time. She's not in heels or anything. Um, And then, like... There's some good stuff in the montage, though, that does get played out. Like, they do a couple little setup things that get played off. Like, they show everyone wearing, like, fun masks and stuff, and that gets played off. But... Yeah. So they're there, and then suddenly something's happening in the water. There's a bunch of water Which was a cool effect. I like that. You see all the water moving, then some of it starts lowering, then just... Big water man shows up, and then everyone... Peter... uh, Ned and... Betty are in danger, and they, like, Peter and uh, MJ help move them, which was, I think, like, I was like, oh, that's a nice little beat. Like, yeah. get get everyone together. Um, not in a way that, it didn't feel super contrived, and they just kind of get it out of the way. And yeah. Peter's like, Ned, just get everyone the fuck out of here, because we'll figure out that, that's like the other, it's probably like the B-plot in a lot of It's like trying to hide that he's there. Yeah. Because it'll be so obvious. It'll be super obvious. It'll be like, everyone will figure it out at this point. Um... Uh, which I liked. And then, uh, so big water elemental slash hydro man shows up. I'm probably going to just call him hydro man. Mm. Cause I remember him from the nineties show. Um, hydro man shows up and he's just start smashing stuff. And I really liked that sequence a lot. That was prom besides like the trippy stuff. That was probably my favorite shit. Uh, actually, I don't know to rank everything. I liked the end stuff probably the mo- no I the think stuff the stuff before the train that shit was we're gonna wild. we're gonna get to that yeah. neither of us have, clearly neither of us have brought that up yet yeah. for a reason because yeah. that was that was jaw dropping like how much I loved that yeah. um, the uh, well the Hydro Man stuff that uh, he starts fighting Hydro Man and it's like cool because he can't really do anything I think I, there's like a shot where he shoots webs at him and it just like he goes just like into water swats him yeah no, he just, it, like yeah. he just kind of moves he's not even swatting him yeah. he's just like <laughs> he's just like what are your webs gonna yeah. do to a big water dude yeah um, that's true and, and Mysterio shows up that's not even just cause it's water 
He's just shooting through. Yeah. Oh fuck. That's clever. I, I so I guess we can. Well, because then Mysterio shows up. So yeah. if you've read a comic, you or seen a cartoon or played any of the video games, because he's in most of them, uh, Mysterio shows up and starts shooting lasers and his like green mist attack at him. Uh, and the two of them start teaming up. Peter puts on like a carnival mask, which I thought was fun. Yeah, that was good. Because his, his, his suit's still at the hotel. Yeah. Uh, and I'm like, give me the skin for that, for the PS4 game. Because <laughs> that would, would be... They would probably do it. They probably will. Yeah. They, they, Sam Raimi fans got were so annoying for so long that they eventually got the Raimi suit in like pretty quickly. So. Yeah. Uh, that was inevitable, I felt. It had to Yeah, they were like, it we're just going to... looks great, I know, uh, I know. The, I want to buy a PS4 just to get that game. It's really good. I've been playing God of War. I finally started. I've had God of War in the wrapping mm-hmm. for over six months, and I only started playing it within the last like two weeks. It's great. Yeah, it's uh, you have like an axe opposed to like the chain mm-hmm. attack, uh, and you throw it. It's like you like hold aim, and then you press button to throw it but and it comes back to you but it's a separate button to call it back ah. it's, it's incredibly satisfying interesting like, yeah um, that's cool and it's a 25 hour ish long story one continuous shot what the camera the it's all in a video game but it's one continuous shot so it'll go from cutscene to just gameplay and it just never breaks so if you die, that's the only time where the camera technically cuts. That's wild. It's pretty fucking cool. That's yeah. really cool. So from a technical standpoint, it's like, yo, this is fucking sick. But um, so there's more than just Spider-Man on PS4. Um, True. And I was texting Sean about this too. When I started playing that, I finally found out that my TV's HDR mode wasn't working. And I was like, this is a textbook Andrew problem. <laughs> it doesn't really affect anything, but boy, did it piss me off. It's like, God damn it. Uh, this I wa- whole time. I watched the 4K version of Aquaman a couple days later, and I was just like, yo, this is the best thing I've seen, like, looking thing I've yeah. seen on my TV, just colors-wise, because I was like, boy, a second viewing of this CGI is fucking garbage. <laughs> <laughs> but that movie is also wild, and it is too goddamn long. I watched it in, like, three chunks, but I was like, yeah, this is great. Um... Anyway, that was a lot of tangents. Uh, I love done worse. Yeah. I loved the Hydro Man fight. Do you know why? Why? Because it reminded me of Peter and Harry fighting the Sandman. It did. <laughs> it like, kind of did. Every time Mysterio and Spider-Man are teamed up, flying around, shooting lasers, and like fighting the elementals, it happens in the two main scenes. I'm like, this is like a better version of... The Peter and Harry stuff. Mm-hmm. Hold on, hold on to what? <laughs> like all that dumb, all that dumb was, shit. Peter's most of Peter's one in the first the Hydro Man. He was like basically just trying to keep the bell tower up. That He's, was like his major thing to do. It's it was catching all the debris. Yeah, <laughs> I loved that. I almost turned to you because he like shoots the two webs to hold up. I was like, oh, he's doing the thing. He does the thing he does in every movie where it's the Christ pose, kind of like ah, yeah, stopping the train. And then it didn't happen. Because he hit his head on a bell twice. Yeah. Well, I love that too. Like it's like he's just like, and then he just gets pulled by yeah. like his webs, which like looked really practical. Like they looked like they were like yanking him around the set. Yeah. Um, I like that. That was good. Um, yeah. So then they save the day, I guess. Mysterio, Mysterio, beats him somehow. Just uh, yeah, it just kind of ends, which it all makes way more sense when you get the big reveal. But mm-hmm. like. 
I'm I'm also curious on a rewatch if like he just kind of comes out of nowhere when he like actually like shows up. You know what I mean? Like I don't think there's ever a shot of him landing and then like talking to somebody. No, there is, but he does the big crazy smoke smoke drop, drop. and then it's like a smoke bomb, and then he's like, then he's in his hero suit. Yeah, like it's great. Um, it's so good. Uh, so then the rest, then the Italian, like the Venice news talks about him and they call him the man of mystery in, or something like that. The international man of mystery in <laughs> Italian, uh, which translates roughly to Austin danger powers, <laughs> but that's taken. So they call him Mysterio, uh, which I think is mis- like man of, I think that is like man of mystery. Yeah. Right? Mysterious man or something. Uh, yeah. Uh, which is great. I liked, I, when they said that I was like, Oh, I love this. Yeah. I love that. That's where it comes from. That's great. Um, and then no one even knew Spider-Man was involved, which I was like, oh, yeah, that's fun. I'll, I'll buy that. No one would have noticed if there's a big water man. And like, yeah, like, you don't see, he's not wearing a suit, and he's just kind of like, you know, some random guy in a, with a backpack on and a mask. Um, he's just wearing the same exact clothes as Peter. Peter. Wait a <laughs> Peter, where were you when everything happened? Um, yeah, and then... I think, yeah, they, they mostly then find out about Mysterio, and then uh, Nick Fury shows up and darts Ned in the neck, uh, and then... <laughs> that scene was really fucking good. It was really funny. Where everyone's everyone just coming in. <laughs> he's just like, God damn it. He's, like, fucking, he's the next person that comes in the door, like, I'm gonna kill him. We're gonna, uh, we're gonna have another funeral to go to. Ah, I did That's love that. Line. I love where he's just like, I saw you at the funeral, I didn't want to exchange numbers, and then I thought that would have been rude. He's like, yeah, that would have been really inappropriate. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I just said. Uh, I love that. That was great. Uh, the So from the trailers, I thought... I assumed Fury wasn't Fury in this movie the whole time. Because we're dealing with Mysterio. And from the trailer, you see that he just darts Ned in the neck. And I was like, that doesn't feel like something. I don't think Nick Fury would show up and then dart Shoot a high school. Yeah, that's true. With a trank in the neck. I was positive it was going to be revealed that he was the chameleon. I also thought it was interesting that, like, I think his eye scratch is different now, too. Like, I, it looks mm-hmm. like a cat scratched his eye. This is, dude, that is still crazy that they did that, right? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. still crazy that it's like... I don't think we ever did a Captain Marvel episode, did we? We It was like a Shazam Captain Marvel. And it was like so far after Captain Marvel that we didn't really talk that much yeah. about it. Like, there's only so much we could say, I think. It's, that's still so crazy that they did that and it kind of works. Where mm-hmm. it's like, Nick Fury's legend is so big that like this embarrassing thing he's even able to hide and, like, make part of his mythos is, like, kind of fucking nuts. Yeah. Um, Because I definitely was, like, I don't remember there being, like, three lines. I don't don't remember. I feel like that's usually what it is. Yeah? I gotta look now. I gotta go back. Yeah. Um, So... They recruit him, and they're like, hey, we're working with this guy, Quentin Beck. He's Mysterio. Uh, and also, here's Dimitri, who doesn't really pay off in any way, who I was positive was going to be revealed to be somebody. Mm-hmm. I assume Dimitri... I feel like Dimitri... The chameleon is, like, some Russian dude. I still feel like the chameleon's in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last one snuck in, like, three or four villains. The last... Homecoming has Vulture, the Tinkerer, two Shockers, and then Mac Gargan shows up who before he becomes the Scorpion. There's four villains. That's true. In that, which You're is right. wild. Yeah. yeah. 
That's anyway. true. I never thought of that. Um, yeah, and then they go from there. They're like, they, he gives them the breakdown. He's like, I'm from, you're on Earth 616. I'm on Earth, you know, whatever. And 1-800 you know. or something. <laughs> 1-800-877-CASH-NOW. I'm on Universe 420. <laughs> With all that green smoke, am I right, dude? Oh, shit. Um, <laughs> um, so, Hall is just talking to him, and he's, like, super... He's very, like, mild-mannered, and he's just like, Hey, man, like... Yeah, he's a cool dude. You got this. Like, he's cool Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I was like... Like, I'm I like, like him. I'm like, what? What's going on here? He's like, yeah, yeah. it's like he explains where the elementals come from. They're like, they're like, you know, the embodiment of four elements from the universe. Like it's kind of like some sort of stones. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like really, like this is what you came up with? A whole um, bunch of bullshit. <laughs> uh, but he also explains that he he failed to stop his universe's attack on Earth from the elementals. Uh, which resulted in the fire one burning his earth, and he wasn't able to stop it. Mm-hmm. And somehow he traveled universes, and he didn't. He, n- he never gets a chance to say. So that's so they need to go stop him, and the fire one is about to show up in Prague. So they're like, "We need you to go to Prague," and he's like, "No, ah, no, geez, I got homework." <laughs> no, he just wants to party. It's yeah. uh, summer vacation, and he's you know wants to hang out with MJ, and he got her the black dahlia. Yeah, he does see that. He does that in Venice as well. Yeah, that's like right away. Um, Right before the water monster comes. Uh, Spider-Man 3 connection. I was waiting for an action scene where he has that in his, like, pocket or something. He's got to web it. I thought it was going (laughs) to... Like fucking engagement (laughs) ring. You knew this was coming, Peter. I, that is like, I still say that part of that action scene is great where you're like, oh no, don't lose it. Like, (laughs) yeah, it it is, it is a weirdly like you're invested in that because you're like, there's like a weird stakes to it Mm. of like, oh no, dude, like you spent all your money on that. Um, and then Aunt May just gave that to you and told you a weird story about swimming and spend money on that. I forgot about that. Cheap bastard. Um, so then the, uh, they're in Prague and they're going to the opera and I, uh, the, the Martin Starr thing is just like, Hey, we got upgraded. This is great. We're going to Prague. Like they were not going to Prague. Hey, we're going to Prague. They were going to go go Paris. To Paris. Yeah. And they're like, well, look at our new bus. And then Dimitri is like <laughs> clearly like a Russian assassin working for shield. He's standing He's in holding front. a sign. Yeah. It's so good. Mid, Midtown High or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And he and doesn't talk to anybody who's, like, trying to talk to him. He's just pissed off the entire time. It's great. Uh, oh, we skipped over the really important. On his way, when he's talking to Fury, Fury gives him... Oh, the glasses. The Tony Stark glasses. Because, like, what is this? Transformers? You know? <laughs> glasses, buddy. That's right. Uh, I guess those are kind of the MacGuffin of the movie, right? Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. 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 Um, which work. It works. And also, I do like that it eases its... It, there's a couple things... Yeah, I think all the stuff with the glasses eases its way into being the MacGuffin. Like, it's a... I felt like it was a controlled reveal where it's like, these are the key to everything else. Did you Yeah. Like, yeah. That makes sense. Because then they're on the bus to go to Prague... Uh, I love that scene. That was a really cool sequence. Where he accidentally... So... Cutting it, jumping around because there's a lot more hijinks and stuff like that that are like you know it's fun if you've seen yeah. the movie like you get you get the fun stuff but they stop at a r- weird rest stop 
And then like Martin Starr is like, where are we? Dimitri? And he just doesn't say anything. And then there's like a, a babe, like Austrian, yeah. who's just like, all right, come in here. I'm Tall blonde. Suit. Yeah. yeah. Who get, it's great because Tom Holland's still a little Tom Cruise. <laughs> like he's great. Um, uh, she's just like, all right, take off. She's like, take off your clothes, put on this new suit. And he's like, what? I don't really want to do that. And then she's like, now, now. And then I, then the dude who's the romantic rival walks in. Yeah. And he takes a picture. He takes of a picture. And he's like, look, I'm also trying to like hit on MJ. And if I like give her this picture, then she's not going to want to be with you. And he's like, dude, don't do that. That's also like a horrible way to win over a girl. That's like so bad. Exactly. You should have let her do it on it. Let him do it. I loved that this section of the movie lasted five minutes. Yeah. This was the weakest stuff. It was super contrived. Mm-hmm. But it was like kind of necessary where it was like he's on the bus and he's already tried on the glasses, which are Edith is what it's, it, it stands for. It's it's even dead. I'm the hero. Yeah, I'm the hero. It's like fucking great. Um <laughs> There's also just like Tony Stark is everywhere. Like they drew, did drawings of him in the background, like everywhere. all in this classroom. I'm like, dude, Robert Downey Jr. is still cashing those likeness fucking paychecks. Like he's he's in the movie, like yeah. basically. It's like a ghost. It's kind of it works. It well, really, really works. I mean, that's like kind of the point. Is like he has this like massive these huge shoes to fill, and he's like putting that pressure on himself. And yeah. um, it's like he's literally like lurking over him the whole time. Yeah, it's great. It really um, works. Yeah. Um, uh, so then, yeah, he, he he's like looking at everyone, and I was like trying to read the texts that he was like seeing, and I was like, some of it was pretty funny. Some of it was good. Um, and he's he's like trying to get the picture deleted from his phone, <laughs> but he accidentally like makes him a target, and like the drone gets like sent down from like all the satellites it, that he controls. Yeah, it's like ordering. <laughs> it's like ordering. It's like he has been marked for target. Like sending in drone attack, and it then it it's my favorite thing in the world that these movies do every once in a while. Cut to space. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's just massive satellite. It's a big satellite filled with drones, and it just launches one down, <laughs> which is like this like armored flying like machine gun thing that's like trying to now shoot at the bus. It's great. Yeah. I, it's in Age of Ultron when the Hulkbuster comes yeah. from space. I'm like, that's the Hulkbuster. See, Age of Ultron's a mess, but again, the Hulkbuster sequence is so good. Yeah, and the fact that it has another satellite that like fl- hovers above to shoot like extra arms and yeah. stuff. It's <laughs> awesome. It's the coolest shit. Is it called the ex-wife or whatever or ex-girlfriend? No, the ex-wife is Iron Man 2. That's Justin it. Justin Hammer makes like the, the thing that they shoot at Mickey Rourke and doesn't do anything. Yeah. Uh, this is a tangent that is... Re- that is in, uh, there's another podcast I've started listening to that Patrick H. Williams, or Williams on YouTube. Okay. He's a video familiar. essay guy. Yeah. He's great. Uh, I've probably told you to watch a bunch of his stuff before, but uh, he and a couple other people do one where they're talking about the Marvel movies, but it's barely... That's even more tangents than we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they brought up on one, I've been listening to the back catalog, where someone on YouTube made a Tom White Tom Waits uh, Iron Man 2 song. <laughs> it's so good. Like, they've talked about it on, like, three or four episodes where they're like, all right, I gotta, I gotta like, look this up on YouTube. It's so fucking... It's so <laughs> fucking good. I'm recommending something that another podcast has recommended me, which feels awful, but, like, uh, it's really great. I it's check like, that out. Iron Man 2. <laughs> I... <laughs> it's really fucking funny. I'll play it when we're done. Um, oh, shit. Anyway, uh, 
So then Peter's got to now stop with his drone strike on the bus without anybody noticing what he's doing. And I, he actually smacks Flash in the face, which <laughs> just knocks him out. Knocks him out. And he's like, oh, shit. And then, like, one of the other kids is like, did you just punch Flash in the face? Because <laughs> he has his glasses. He's like, oh, cool. Let me check these out, Parker. Yeah. And he, like, hits him. And, like, it is, like, a reminder of how strong he is, I guess, too. Is like, oh, yeah, he can, like, probably kill Flash if he yeah. wanted to. Um, so... The drone, they did this, like, I didn't really like the shot that much, but, like, I guess he's like, oh, hey, guys, look, baby goats, and, <laughs> and Norman's like, guys, baby goats, and they're all looking out the side, and then he, he like, jumps through, like, the escape Slow hatch. Yeah. It's a little much. It felt like Wonder Woman, all the bad parts of Wonder Woman. Yeah. Um, where it's yeah. slow motion um, for no reason, really. Um, I think it would have been more effective if it was in real time. And like it's in the background while like they're watching it, like it's just like out of focus or something. That would have worked better as a comedy beat. Yeah, I don't know if they were going for that. But yeah, the movie's so funny otherwise. And I feel like this is probably the section of the movie that works. This is the clunkiest exposition, I think. Yeah, because I again that babe like super spy never shows up again. Yeah, it's like she's from Shield. I'm assuming she's from Shield. She has to be, right? She gives him the back. Thought she was with. Mysterio. Fuck. Because I, I, my take was that the suit that he had was bugged after a certain point. Probably, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I'd have to look... We'd have to look into that a little more. Yeah. Um. So then the drone's taken out. And then he's which, able to delete the picture. Yeah. Which is good. Obviously. And then he's like... Then they cut to the dude. He's like, I had this picture. And then MJ's like... Oh. Whatever, dude. I'm like, that's good because I would have if they dragged that out for the rest of the movie. Yeah, it's it's a dumb B plot that doesn't need to be there. Awful. Yeah. Super smart to get rid of that. That's probably the weakest part of the movie. Like, yeah. It's really thinking about it. Yeah, it's just like really like yeah. this is what we're doing here. Um, yeah, and then it ca- <laughs> they get to Prague. Yeah, they get to Prague. There's like this crazy festival happening, and they're like, "Everyone's ready to go. Everyone's covered in glow sticks and like drinking like light up drinks and stuff." And everyone's super hype. Then Martin Starr shows up. We're going to the opera, everybody, and they're like, "What? We got upgraded. We have free tickets. Yeah, because no one wants to go to the opera." (laughs) And they go. There's no one there. It's all. It's like six old couples. It's so good. Oh, yeah, these are the best four hours of it's our day. Or four hours of our day. And they're walking past, and it's just people in animal costumes and, like, fireworks and, like, neon. It's like, this is crazy. Yeah. Uh, that did not happen when I was recently in Prague, but at least I, I, guess, I saw a couple spots, and I was like, I actually recognize that. Oh, uh, yeah? Just the Char- That's cool. No one being on the Charles Bridge, don't believe that for a fucking second. <laughs> <laughs> I had to yeah. stop walking over that, because I was like, there's so many fucking tourists on the uh, Yeah. Um, Huh. Uh, so then we get the stealth suit, which is pretty awesome. cool. Yeah, I like that it a lot. Cool. And it's uh, practical. That one's like for sure practical in close-ups. It had to be because it's like why? It's, why wouldn't why? it be like that? <laughs> that's just mask. super Marvel overindulgence at that point. <laughs> it's like yeah, like we're gonna CGI it. We're gonna CGI because it's it's like really clever too. Yes, yeah, it's, it's basically just like a tactical black suit with a ski mask, and then they gave him Spider-Man goggles. Yeah, it's like got like a like the vest, probably bulletproof. Yeah, because he gets shot, right? He does. Yeah, that good part that we're gonna talk about soon. Uh, And then everyone's at the opera. Peter has to find a reason to leave. 
Like, his reason to leave is, like, buying opera glasses, which is actually really funny now to think about it, because, yeah, an improv move I love doing is, like, if like if anyone's ever doing, like, a scene, like, at a theater or something, I always just emerge from the side and just have one hand up for opera glasses. <laughs> oh, hello! <laughs> it's my favorite thing to mind. Mm. And, like, yeah, Ned and Betty are just like, oh, yeah, ooh, let's get opera glasses, because they're just... <laughs> fucking worst. So <laughs> They're like in love with each other and it's been like a day. Yeah. Uh, babe. Babe. They just keep calling each other babe. It's I'm so still good. your guy in the chair, man. <laughs> um, then MJ shows up and she wants to sit with Peter, which I was like, oh, that's nice. Uh, but he's got to go. So he's like, Ned, you got to like lie to her. She sees him leave. There's also an amazing part where the other dude turns around and sees that he's like about to like leave and it's just like the opera starting and it's, everything's red and it's like, the music's like picking up and he just flips him off. He's just he like, sits next to him. Uh, and then sits next to her, which is awesome. That was good. He sucks. Like he does, but he, yeah, he does really suck. He doesn't get any real redemption too. No, he's, he's, he's like another flash Thompson. Like he, he's more of like a traditional oh, flash boy, Thompson yeah. than like flash Thompson is in this. Yeah. And, like, you, I didn't expect that at all. I was like, oh, I thought this was just going to be a joke for, like, how old everyone got. When he shows up, because he really looks, like, out of place. And his first line in the uh, in the in on the plane is like, oh, guys, classic MJ. Like, <laughs> it's even him being like, yeah, I'm just one of the crew, huh? Like, it's like, because I was like, this is almost, like, wet hot level, like, humor of, like, it's an, clearly an adult man playing a high schooler. Exactly. Um, but I also noticed, too, like, all the other random characters are different and like I was like oh maybe the other kids that were with Peter and like the mathletes oh. were like were aged out because they didn't get snapped so like these are all oh because I, I was thinking about that too. it was yeah. right around the proxy yeah. where I was just like these are new kids there's the weird kid who's who's just like yeah it's just like well it's like a Bon Jovi concert <laughs> and then there's the African kid and like there's a couple yeah yeah it's like oh, yeah. most of the like side crew people are not. I mean, practically I too, they might that. not all be there anyway. But like, I think that I mean, was a, a clear because they would. Yeah, they would have brought some of those people back. I thought, I, you know, like if that's good because like it, you know, there's always on. They're always doing shit. They're always on trips. These kids. Washington D.C. The Europe. Yeah. Another thing we're looking forward to is a true New York Spider-Man movie. I got, I, I was like, this, the ending when he's back in New York, I was like, this feels right, you know? It's not they, that it hasn't felt right, but I was like, this is good. They had never done an extended web, just yes. cutting to the ending, they've never done an extended web slinging like, sequence at all. If any, And if anything, he's usually like 30 feet off the ground. Yeah. Like, he's usually not that high up. You, we've not seen it until like the last, the closing like two minutes of the movie. It's... And it's great. Yeah. Like, because he's, like, it doesn't feel like they're just doing it just to do Like, I think The Amazing Spider-Man 2 has great web-slinging stuff, but it's just there. CGI. It's yeah. not really connected to anything. He's, like, texting on his phone. Yeah. And he's, like, he's like he almost hits a bus because he's texting on his phone. It's, like, yeah, great. Like yeah, it works. Yeah, he, like, between swings, he's, like... Because <laughs> he's, like, going about his day, too. It's not mm. just, like, hey, I'm Andrew Garfield. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm swinging. I'm swinging here. <laughs> so bad. It's, like, so uh, bad ADR. Because, um, <laughs> like, oh, oh, we should reference Midnight Cowboy. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Like, they're in the booth. Hey. Mark, Webb, Mark Webb's just like, I think I'm just trying to tank this because I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I probably wouldn't be too surprised. Um, I'm tired of making... 
pictures of Spider-Man for Amy Pascal. Amy Pascal, I walk into our office every day and she says, Mark, you got a last name like Spider-Man. What was those pictures of Spider-Man, huh? She just bullies him. I need 24 per second. Um, <laughs> pictures per second. That was all on the Sony hack email, too. <laughs> Some of those emails were ridiculous enough to they be were. like that. Um, the Men in Black, the MIB23 Jonah Hill email. It, he's like, oh, it sounds cool and fresh and rad or something like that. Like, it's an email Jonah Hill sent in regards to combining Men in Black oh and God. 21 Jump Street. And he's like, it sounds cool, rad, and fresh. I can't, I, that's not what it is. It's the greatest quote. It's so good. <laughs> it's not like, well, the way you say it, it sounds like he's exactly like his character and this is the end. Exactly. <laughs> but also him saying, like, it's cool, it's fresh and rad or whatever the fuck he says. It's great because it's about combining Jump Street and Men in Black. It's like, what? Which, again, makes no sense. I've gone on the record multiple times. No, that is the direction both of those franchises should have gone. And I will die on this hill. Yeah, no, I, I didn't see international. Didn't look great. No, I wasn't um, going to see that. I'll no. maybe catch that on a plane. Same yeah. thing with Aladdin. I'll maybe those are good plane movies. That's probably going to be my plane movie. Cause, Cause then I can fall asleep if I want. <laughs> it's like, I've seen Aladdin. So I've seen Aladdin. I've seen um, three men in blacks and one and a half were good. Yeah. Three has its moments. Three, uh, threes. Yeah. Brolin's great. Yeah. I'd, I'd watch it alone for Brolin doing Tommy Lee Jones. To quote a thing that my buddy Bill made. Keep Brolin, Brolin, Brolin. Brolin was Brolin. I know you'd be loving this Josh right here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, so, they... The, the fire monster comes. The fire monster comes. Which is right after the... He leaves the opera because they know that the fire monster's coming. They know the fire monster's coming. He's supposed to be in position. And then MJ sees him leave and follows him, which I loved. I really liked... Their romance subplot was great. It was just, nice. I did like it. They both clearly like each other, but there's just... It's just not happening yet. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, that one really works. And then uh, Betty's like, oh, they're going to go to the festival. Let's just go. And I like that... She shows, she's like, yeah, no, I want to go. I want to go do this. I was like, all right, that's cool. Because um, it felt very just like, we're abroad. Like, I need to have this, like, live this out. Uh, they, yeah, I feel like I'm, like, painting her in such a way, but I think that is how the character is more or less drawn. But uh, Ned and her go up on a Ferris wheel, and, like, before the fight starts, like, Mysterio's like, don't let it touch any metal, because it'll... Well, and Ned knows, too. Ned knows what's going on. He knows about the fire monster. Yeah. He's like... He's like, no. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay. He's like, yeah, but still, he's like, yeah, sure, babe. Fucking <laughs> Ned. It's the best of us. Um, uh, and then... Yeah, Spider-Man shows up. He's got a sweet suit. I think that's where we left off. Night monkey. Tangents. And then he calls. Yeah, Betty starts figuring it out. She's like, he's Spider-Man, man. Yeah, he's like, no, that's British. It's uh, a weird, bad European ripoff. That's what he calls it. <laughs> it's uh, the night monkey. It's like, oh, night monkey, save us up here. And like, Peter like turns around and is like, what? <laughs> Yeah, it's great because he, he looks so confused, but he's also just like, it, it's great because it's like funny because he's like confused, but it's also just like, oh shit, what are you doing here? It's great. Uh, and then like the news the next day calls him Night Monkey. Night Monkey, <laughs> Night Monkey and Mysterio is like the only things you can understand on the screen. It's great. It's so good. Uh, it comes up a couple times too. Uh, then Mysterio shows up. 
uh, and starts blasting green lasers and shit at it. Uh, and it's like another again. It's like it's like the Sandman fight from Spider Man Three. Yeah. I loved it. And it's like it's like more of the same, but like it kind of makes sense when it's all kind of revealed. You're like, why? It's like kind of the same thing, except just different elements up, to it. Like, circles around, blasts. Yeah, it, it hits it with a shield. Um, but this one's a little bit different where if it touches metal, it gets bigger. Which I thought was a really cool idea. That was, it's like got like stuck in its back. It's just like yeah. getting bigger. This was the one I also felt very Ghostbusters monstery mm-hmm. to me, which I liked design wise. Uh, I'm going to indulge and go on a tangent again right now. Uh, it's like the third tangent in this fire monster thing. We were talking in theater uh, in, at the theater with this. You said it was like the shit monster kind of. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking about how I've never seen... I don't think I've ever seen the shit monster seen in Dogma. Because on Comedy Central, when they play it, I think that they edit out completely. The entire so, scene. And yeah. it's like a long scene. So I, I remember I was over at my friend's house one time. And like he had the DVD. And literally showed... Like I'm looking at him like, what's this on the front? Because the shit monster is like front and center on the poster or whatever. He's like, it's a shit monster. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> it's a big shit monster that shows up in the movie? I'm like, not ringing any bells. Uh... Which that reminded me, and I just wanted to talk to you about this on the show, because I think this is funny. I was talking to a friend of mine the other night at the 4th of July thing. Uh, My friend, uh, Kate, uh, has been watching Game of Thrones, and she's been talking about, like, she's been fast-forwarding through certain storylines and stuff like that, but she's like, yeah, I'm in season six. Uh, She's she's like, I had to take a break for a little bit, but, you know, it's good. Uh, And I was just like, oh, so did you get to, like, the Hodor episode yet? Like, you know, the the Hodor thing? She was just like, with who? I was just like, what? She's like, who's that? I'm like, she's like, I'm not good at the names because yeah, there's a lot of names. Yeah, we. I was like talking about season four. I'm like, I still think season four is the best. Mountain Viper fight, blah blah blah. She's like, I don't know that. I'm like, it's a trial by combat. She's like, oh right right right. She was like, watermelon ring any bells? Yeah, I was like with the fucking head. She's like, right. Yeah, I was like, yeah, the grossest thing I've ever seen. Um, uh, but I was talking to her about it. She was just like, I don't know who that is. I'm like. Hodor? You skipped all the Hodor, Hodor shit. But also, I think she did. I think she skipped all the brand stuff. But also, was just like, she was like, I don't know who Hodor is. I'm like, he's the big guy named Hodor who only says Hodor? She's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, I can literally give you no more description. <laughs> like, there's, That's all he does. That's all he does if you don't know who that and is. And also, skipping the brand plot line. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be really weird. Yeah. Ending. Well, well, I was talking to her later, too. She was just like, yeah, uh, Logan Marshall Green came up. And I was like, oh, yeah, the not Tom Hardy guy. She's like, yeah, he's great. I was like, oh, he's an upgrade, which upgrade's awesome, I think. And then she texted me that she's like, it was not good. She's like, I had to fast forward through so much. Some of the action was cool. I was like, you just said you had to fast forward through so much, apparently. So I don't, I don't well, know. Do you watch things? I, I guess <laughs> not. But again, I just thought it was really funny where it's the, who's Hodor? It's like, who's Steve the Pirate? <laughs> like, it's it basically that. <laughs> it's, it was just, it was just a real life that. And I was Steve like, the Pirate's curvy. <laughs> hey, man, Steve the Pirate. There's a guy on our team dressed like a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's fucking hilarious. He needs to be in more movies. He's in, I hope he's in Avatar 2. Grandma's really, boy. Yeah. Dude, fucking. He better be in Avatar 2 because it's still, it's Norm. <laughs> He's That's right, he's an avatar. avatar. Did, did he die? He didn't die, right? His avatar dies, I think, but then I think he gets out. I watched yes, avatar he does. a little while ago. Fuck. God. It's a um, movie. Yeah. 
Okay. So he's fighting them. They stop the they stop the fire monster, and it's real goofy. Mysterio really says goofy. like. There's only one way I can do this. He's like, and I should have done this in my last Earth or whatever. And then just a bunch of green energy, like he flies through it, starts to come out of nowhere, and then he flies into it and it explodes. But then he's fine. And I was like, that was real ridiculous. But it's great because the moments before, there's a part where Peter webs something that's invisible because he misses hitting the fire monster and it hits something invisible and he pulls back and a piece of technology comes skittering across the ground. Yeah. And when that happened, I went, oh, I, I sat up and was like, oh, we're, we are doing this. Because uh-huh. up until that point, still, like, I enjoyed all the Mysterio shit before. I was like, it's kind of cool watching, fly, like, him flying around in the magic and stuff. It's cool. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, fuck, we are doing the illusions. Great. Great. And, like, being patient about it. Because now, like... It even came up when he shoots at the Hydro Man. It's like the first thing he does. The webs just go into it. Yeah. It's not because he's water. It's because he's a fucking hologram, which yeah. I'm just realizing, which is awesome. Anyway. Uh, and <laughs> because he doesn't get near any of them. Well, he keeps getting punched by water. True. And so there's some of it where it's like, how did he do that? It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, yeah. MJ also finds the, the, the projector thing, the, the tech. Uh, and it's, I'm like, okay, that's good. Cause now she's involved cause she was out looking for Peter and she was at the fire monster attack and mm-hmm. Ned and Betty, he saves it. It's great. Cause his main focus during that flight is keeping the Ferris wheel from falling down. Which is yeah. Great. Um, realistic. Yeah. Which his team ups with Mysterio are great. Cause it's like you save the people. Uh, yeah. And I'll figure out the monster, like, which Makes sense. Yep. It's kind of like Batman and Flash and Justice League. It's like, save one person, then you'll know what to do. One person. Batman. I'm Batman. And then I'm going to do a Joss Whedon joke where I land on Wonder Woman. And <laughs> fuck that movie. Yeah. <laughs> Zack Snyder is still putting out like, here's another yeah. shot of young Darkseid. Yeah. It's like, wait. Why are you doing this at this Snyder? Point? Snyder, man, why are you doing I was this? That now? I, I, was, I saw Snyder Street when I was driving here, and I, I didn't think Zack Snyder. I thought of Snyder from Always Sunny, the weird guy, the fat dude that's like her agent when D when the game broke D. Is it the game broke D? Yeah. I remember no. that one. He's, he's like that. He's the dude in Borat. <laughs> Azamat? <laughs> I think so, yeah, the heavy guy. And, yeah, I think it's as and, and he's just like, and she like bangs him, and he's like, does he have all his teeth? He's, he, has, he has some teeth. Like, <laughs> and I just remember Dennis going, Snyder? Like, he says it like that. It's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, that's so good. Snyder? Um, Snyder? Oh, God. I think it's Gang Broke D. Um, that sounds right. And uh, so. Circling back. Circling back. They, they, they defeat the fire elemental and then, or lava, whatever. Yeah. And uh, then it goes, I'm and a little. like, let's get a drink. Yes. And then yes. a great scene between Mysterio and Peter where Mysterio's just shooting the shit with him. He's like, all right, like, you know, just, you gotta, because Fury right before yells at him a bunch where it's like, you gotta figure out what you wanna do. You either wanna, like, you got picked to be an Avenger. You either gotta, like, follow that up. Like, you either gotta, all or nothing. Yeah, like you gotta be nothing. an Avenger or just be a kid. Exactly. 
Uh, and then Mysterio's just kind of like, yeah, you should, you know, want to go be, if you want to go be a kid, like, go do that. Like, you know, and it's really fun and he's nice and Peter's having like lemonade or whatever. There's a great bit where it's like, you don't make any sense. How many lemonades did you have? <laughs> Which is like, yeah, it's funny. Uh, it's a like goofy, like dad, uncle joke or something. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, Peter gives him the Edith glasses and he transfers control to him. Cause there is actually a part where he. Peter puts on the glasses, he's like, yeah, they don't really look like. But then there's a part where Jake Gyllenhaal puts them on. I'm like, he kind of, like, looks almost like a young Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And still, because they haven't done the full reveal yet, I was like, is he supposed to be a different universe Robert Downey Jr.? I was like, or a different universe Tony Stark, basically? Because I was like, that'd be kind of fucking crazy to multiverse it like that. Yeah. No, I, I was thinking that, too. I was like, he, the way they, sh- like, show that scene, I was like, you, you have that Peter has that, like, look on his face. Like, mm-hmm. this looks like Tony. And I was yeah. like, yeah, there's there's a little bit of a resemblance there. And it's just, it's just an older guy in glasses. Like, it just kind of triggers that memory of him, I guess. Yeah. Um, then and then Peter <laughs> leaves, and he's like, go talk to that girl. And he's like, yeah, I'm gonna. And then he leaves. Uh, also, the whole thing with the glasses starts because somebody like picks him up off the ground in, in the bar. And, yeah, and it's like clearly showing he's not prepared for the responsibility. He's like, <laughs> so oh, those are, are yeah, that. <laughs> those are just on the ground. Like, <laughs> well, because Peter's rationality, ra- rationale is that he's like, oh, I can, like, he didn't say, like, I you're going to do it. He's like, I trust you. And I'm like, Oh, so he trusts me to give it to somebody right. That is deserving of it and can handle it. He's like, I'll give him to you. And then he gives him to him. And then Peter leaves, he's sitting there and then it's stuff starts coming shot. off the wall. Like some it's paintings. A, it's like a great pan where you see Peter leave, leave. And then he's walking along and then like, he's going through the wind. You see him through the windows and then suddenly paintings show on the walls starts. De-hologramming and, and like even some of the people in the yeah, bar the people too. are gone. Yeah, and then it keeps panning around, and then Jake Gyllenhaal's frozen, and he, it's almost like he's in terror. And then he's just like, "All right, we got him." <laughs> it's such a good fucking reveal, and then it only gets better from there. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is where the movie takes a turn for sure, and it's it's awesome. It it not that it wasn't good before, but it just it just goes it dials it up to eleven after this. It's it's uh, you know what? Before talking about the reveal, I want to talk about the marketing for this because mm-hmm. I wasn't super excited for this based on any of the marketing because they didn't. It was like what did they show too much? Did they not show enough? And it turns out they like only really show the first half of the movie. Yeah. 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 They, like you don't see really anything except for the new Spider-Man suit stuff. Like, which I don't the, even think the they tower sh- bridge stuff, the tower bridge stuff. Excuse yeah. Me. Um, but like, even that was like, you don't see any drones or like any drones. Yeah. You, don't see any. you just see him swinging basically. Yep. So. Uh, the, uh, when the reviews started coming out, a lot of them were talking about, like one of them was saying it has the, uh, emotional stakes of homecoming. Uh, and probably like better Spider-Man action. And then I was talking to a couple of people who saw it before. I was just like, I was like, after reading some of the reviews, what I'm kind of guessing happened was like in the trailers, they're just showing you all the Spider-Man shit. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, you've seen all this before, but this is also what people want to come and see, but they're just hiding all of the Peter Parker stuff, which is the movie. Uh, yeah. The from the trailer stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Which is exactly what Homecoming did. Homecoming did the same exact shit, except for some of the Tony Stark stuff. It didn't. It didn't show you anything with Ned. It didn't show you anything with MJ. It didn't show you anything with 
I don't think the main Liz. Liz was like in the trailers, but like not really. It was just like when they're looking at her, like uh, Liz. It's like, oh, did she get a new top? But it's like you don't. You didn't know she was like a main character. You didn't. They hide all of the movie. Yeah. The, in the marketing for these is is the movie's guy in a chair in the sense that it's like it's such a fucking assist because. Mm-hmm. Again, like this looked like it was just going to be Spider-Man and Mysterio team up to fight big monsters, and there's probably going to be some sort of Mysterio reveal. But maybe I really was believing for what, like, for most of this first half, I was like, maybe he is just the good guy, yeah. and like they reveal it in the next step, the next one, like mm-hmm. he, he's good until then. Mm-hmm. And, like, Which is why, again, I loved it where it was when he shot the projector thing and it like broke off and it was like invisible. I was like. Like I was super excited because then once he char- he's like oh no I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do what I should have done last time and he charges up a bunch of energy and then like flies into it and explodes and then he's fine I was like this son of a bitch like now everything that he's done is hilarious because yeah. he's a piece of shit yeah he's a little shit dick yep and uh, Nick Fury gets like picks up on it at one point too at the very end which was great. Um, but uh, the next scene, I think, is Mysterio in the bar, and he's like, let's get this fucking costume off of me. Yeah! <laughs> and he hops up on the bar, and he's borderline Count Olaf. It's, <laughs> it is, re- yeah. It's like a series of unfortunate events, you know? It is really fucking over the top, and I was like, so on board. Because they pull he's shit so in. Boring. Like he's not not that it's a bad thing, but he's just like so like boring and plain. He's just like I got to do this and that, and oh, then yeah. he's just now he's just like screaming. He just dials yep. it up to eleven. He gets that crazy Gyllenhaal energy yeah. that he has because he's he, he feels like the type of dude who works out too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he's just got that like intensity where it's like you know super positive, way too positive. Mm-hmm. I. Well, because I was very, I was pulling for him to be recast as Batman. Like when they were, when they were like doing when it been ben, so good. Because I was like, he has that like thing in his eye where you're like, this guy could be crazy. Especially like with uh, Nightcrawler, like he has that like yeah. Just, there's something in his eye where you're just like, it's a little Nightcrawler. Yeah, as this goes on. Yeah. Uh, so, it's so good. Oh, so then he's just like congratulating everybody. He's like, all right, everybody. Like, and it just is the, the reveals, best. The reveals that they do are, if you, they go back to Iron Man 1. I'll just say that. Well, the first, first one is him. The first reveal is him. Is who he is. Yeah. And he's just like. But do they do show Peter Billingsley briefly. I was like. I didn't. I think they sh- I think they show him like celebrating. They, yeah, I I didn't realize it was him. I think yeah. it was they sh- they. I think it's he. Jill uh, Quentin Quentin Beck explains who he is. Yeah, which is uh, he's just like barf. He's like everybody has everyone here wants revenge on Tony Stark because we used to all work for him. He explains that he's like Tony Stark rejected my hologram technology. Said it was and like before he kept going, I was like. Holy shit! It was this thick fucking thing from Civil War, where it's like in the beginning, in the beginning, and he's like, and he renamed it Barf, and that seems to be the thing that like pushed him Snapped. over. Snapped. Mm-hmm. And also, it's great because he would have been a kid at that point. He would have been college age. He yeah. didn't get snapped, so he's been there the whole time. So, yeah, he's now aged five years and had he's had this time to get the upper. Like he's just like a dude. That's the only way he could have gotten the upper hand on, like, Nick Fury or S.H.I.E.L.D. or anyone else yeah. like that. Um, it's awesome. Uh, and he explains that it's Barf. 
Which is such a good thing to bring back in like this way. It's awesome. And then Peter Billingsley. <laughs> well, the best too is like it shows it shows like Tony Stark from the side, and then it just does like a zoom in and freeze on Jake Gyllenhaal just like looking at him like. Nah. <laughs> And it's, it's like really obviously like it's, it is like borderline hokey, and then <laughs> and then they show Peter Billingsley, and I, I I think they do show a shot of him before they do that because I was All like right. it's fucking Peter Billingsley, he's back, it's the guy. Like they shaved his head because he doesn't he has his hair, so like yeah. they had to shave his like <laughs> head again, and. I was like, oh my god, they brought him back? Because like, that's such a small, like, not even a cameo. It's, like, not a cameo, because he's not, like... No, it is, it is a thousand percent a cameo. He's the producer, and he's Ralphie from A Christmas Story. I know, story. but, like, it's not, and like... he produced Iron Man it, 1. Alright, it's a cameo, like, by definition, but it's, like, yeah. you wouldn't know that it's Peter Billingsley. You know exactly, what I mean? It's not, yeah. like, it's Ralphie from, you know, it's, you It's know. a fun thing to know, but yeah. it's not a thing that you'd ever pick up. And, of course, if you don't know who he is in Iron Man 1, he He's the man who Jeff Bridges screams Tony Stark was able to build this in a cave with a box of scraps at. And then they show that clip again. <laughs> and it's awesome. It's fucking the greatest thing that's maybe ever happened. And then they like they show a different shot, which isn't in the original movie. They and zoom in on him. He's like, <laughs> it's like obviously body double Jeff Bridges. And uh I was like, you. We both agreed, though. I was like, I kind of wish they didn't show that because it would have been a little more of a deep cut. It would have. It, it was a little less like hamfisted. Any use, any excuse to use that clip though is it's great. Is yes, great. yeah. So they <laughs> use that like not that big of a scene in Iron Man One to like explain him. So he's basically Quentin's number two guy. Yep. Which is fucking great. That was a phenomenal way. Because I, I don't his know. Name's William, I think he keeps saying, too. So I'm curious if that's... I, I, again, I'm curious if he's, like, another... A character. And, yeah. Because I don't think he's a producer on these movies anymore. Which yeah. kind of... Like, he did Favreau. Favreau. Yeah, they're boys. Yeah, they're yeah. boys. So... I think Favreau's producer. Um, And then they reveal a couple other people. One dude's the costume designer. One person's the writer. Yeah. And he's just like... Elemental monsters from the multiverse? That is such crazy shit, but after everything that's happened recently, they'll fucking believe anything. It's great. Uh, uh, that The dude who's a writer you can see in Venice. I definitely saw him in Venice. There's like a, and we were talking about this after. He's uh, There's like a shot of Peter and MJ walking, and it like doesn't cut like a second or so before where you can just see this extra in the background who's kind of watching them. So I assume if you go back and watch, you can see some of the other people. Yeah, like following there. them. Yeah. Because he, at the end, after leaving the bus, they all, like, run past a certain point, and he's just, like, behind a wall, and he just, like, tips his hat at him. Yeah. Which, I was like, oh, that's great. He's fun. I like him. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they do... That That whole scene was great. It was... I was like, okay, this... I, I was like... I figured there was going to be some kind of a reveal, like, he was doing all this, but it's like... The way they did it was... Very interesting. That it goes shocked me. Goes back into the history of the movies too, and it's just like some of this shit's just been here. And yeah. it's, it's really cool to have uh, everybody who hates Tony Stark now like wants to have his legacy kind of thing. Like that's interesting, but also just it's interesting where they can have certain people have aged up in five. Have aged up five years that can now basically they can age up a couple of villains basically that way. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like they, they, you can't do that trick really twice. 
but there yeah. were rumors that that would have been a good way to introduce like Harry Osborn. Oh, um, if he was a kid. If he was a kid, and then they age him up a little bit, and then it's like, boom, there he is. Uh, but I don't know. That would have been cool. No Harry. Also, I was waiting for a kind of a goblin or like someone. Like I, I figured a post credit scene they would have introduced Norman. Norman. I thought that was going to be a thing. A thing that I was thinking about, and I meant to text you before we saw this, which I would have loved, was I was like, Spider-Man's in Europe. If he goes to Germany or Austria or anything like that, I would love if he met a certain doctor who's there, a certain Dr. Octavius, because why the fuck not? At this yeah. Point? Well, because the other thing, too, is apparently McConaughey has been in talks to do a Marvel movie. Like, he wants to do one, and I was like, this would be fucking sick if they revealed McConaughey as Norman Osborn. I would love that. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's just like an it's oil baron or some shit. <laughs> Climbing up a wall. Down came the rain. Right. All right, all right. You knew this was coming, Peter. <laughs> uh, misery, misery, misery. <laughs> yeah, you want to have some? Him. You want to smoke some of my Green Goblin later <laughs> after all this is over? Gets you super. Bang on some bongos. Take off her shirts. <laughs> Instead of a glider, he's just going. <laughs> 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 he's just flying out on jet powered bongos. No shit. He's like the guitarist in Mad Max. You just hear the bongos in the background. You know something's coming. It's I don't like really Jumanji. know if he's a threat. <laughs> Should we talk about the Jumanji trailer? By the way, we didn't see it yes. before the movie. Uh, it's, we'll talk about that later, I guess. We could, the Rock is Danny DeVito. Amazing, amazing. Sean sent it to me, and then I, I like just got into work, and I watched it, and I literally said. Fuck. <laughs> I, I was just like, The Rock is dead. I was like, this is... Are we in Florida? Are we in Florida? That is the smartest move for that sequel. That's, I mean, that's a great way to franchise it, too. It's like they're just going to be different characters every time. Like, I, that's really clever. I wanted... it. I also assume that Karen Gillan is not who we... Th- I, like, there's a couple things I saw online that were like, she's probably someone else. Like They, they didn't really show much of her, right? She's kind of like the straight man in it. So yeah. She's kind of like, oh, you're this and this and this. And yeah. So I think that there's still going to be, like, a reveal there, but... Yeah. And Jack Black's the jock. Yeah. Like, the football player yeah. now. This and great. And Danny Glover. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Hart's doing Danny Glover, and it's great. It's really fucking good. Your face uh, is going limp. <laughs> breathe. <laughs> breathe. <laughs> oh, God. It looks great. Uh, <sighs> also, it looks like there's just better action, which is, you know, that was what I think the first movie was missing. But Yeah, yeah. I, I'm still, like, on board for it, for sure. No, a thousand percent. So, um... Back to Spidey. Back to Spidey. They, um... I need to move my car soon, too, so... Oh, shit. Um... We'll, we'll actually that's probably a good place to leave off for now oh if we just say back to Spidey and then yeah. we'll get back to Spidey when we come back yeah cool, cool. alright Sean just moved his car and he ran right. through the rain we're good I'm a little so, wet yeah there we go hey can you hear hopefully it? you listeners out there are too <laughs> that stays in yes it does um Cool. The yeah. So now Mysterio has the Edith tech, which gives him access to a whole bunch of drones. Yes. Uh, we now know that it's all illusions. Uh, and then Peter goes back, finds out he's like, "Hey, Ned, everybody, like we can now just hang out." And they're like, "Trip's over." 
He's like, what? He's like, there's monsters. We gotta <laughs> fucking go home. Like, why would we not? Uh, so he is. So then Peter then makes a move on MJ, which is great. I like that. Like she like opens up the door and like says something to him and then closes it. And he's like, Oh, good night. And he's like, you look nice. She closes the door. Then he like goes. Then he, uh, he's, it looks like he's about to walk away, but he goes and he goes and knock on the door. I was like, yeah. and then she opens it. She's like, Oh shit. Yeah. Which I guess she was going to go back and talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I was yeah. Like, that was Aw. a good bit. Um, and they go for a little walk Stroll. on the Charles Bridge, and it's completely empty. Totally fake. Uh, yep. <laughs> Which she mentions that, like, people got executed there, and I was just in Prague, and my favorite thing was there's a church where, like, there's a saint that they have who, his tomb is one of the most spectacular things I've ever seen. It's all silver statues. I can't even describe it. Wow. Um, this saint, though, was executed on the St. Charles Bridge by getting thrown off of it, and there's a lot of paintings where in the back, they're like, the audio tour's like, and in the background, you can see the execution of, what's his name? And it's just a dude getting thrown off a bridge. And it's kind of funny. Like, just the, like, just, just the, like, he's just like, ah! He's just like, one is like the guy, like, about to push him, one is the guy pushing him, and one is the guy like, ah! It's like a series of, like, flip books. Or it's like a painting of some other shit happening, and then, like, in a window, you can just see someone getting thrown off. It's crazy. Jesus. Um, I thought it was funny, but MJ brings up how people got executed on there, and Peter is good at, about to give her the necklace. And then uh, he's like, hey, I've been wanting to tell you something. And then she's like, oh, you're Spider-Man. He's like, what? <laughs> she was like, you're, why would you not be? And then <laughs> lists the reasons. I'm like, oh, that's good. I like that she figures it out. Yeah. Well, she, and then he's like, well, yeah, he eventually does tell her. And she goes, oh, I, I wasn't like 100% sure or whatever. She was only like 67% sure that you were Spider-Man. Because <laughs> she freaks out yeah, once he can. Because the way he confirms it, too, is also like, Yep. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, she shows him the projector thing, and then they see that Mysterio is all a lie, uh, and then that's when he's just like, "Okay, actually, like, uh, it's great." Uh, it is really well done. That was one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, that was really good, uh, and the way that their chemistry is really good. And also, I feel like it also shows where it's like other people can figure out that's him. And yeah. Betty came really close. If they do a third one, I would love if she's like interning for the Daily Bugle. Oh my god. And like trying to figure it out. Or like, cause that's, that'd be an interesting like storyline at that point where it's just like she's real close. She already knows him and is like good friends with him and stuff. Yeah. Well. And Ned, Ned could be like, Peter, it's a total femme fatale situation. <laughs> she was asking me for information. She loves it. He gives it all. He gives it all up too. Like, <laughs> yeah, he would. Um, um, so then he goes and confronts. Oh, okay. So this is where we start getting uh, green screen suit Jake Gyllenhaal, which He's I awesome loved. Because they're, like, doing all these tests, and they're, like, working on the simulation, and it's, like... It's, like, directing the CGI. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. It's, it's meta, and, like, I mentioned this, I think, in uh, Infinity War. I was, like, Tony Stark's just wearing, like, mocap suits now. Like, his, his yeah. track suit is, like, has triangles on it. Like, it's basically a mocap suit. It's, yeah. And then, like, now they're just doing it. <laughs> He's just wearing one, and then for the rest of the movie, his, like, awesome... His Mysterio suit is awesome. It is great. The practical one... 
it's great. Yeah. Uh, but it's also fucking ridiculous too, which is well, he's like incorporating all the elements of like, he's got Iron Man, he's got Dr. Strange, he's got Thor, he's got, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know probably a couple other people, and black but. widow. Cause that, cause yeah, but the, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, and he's got, I would have loved if he had German. He's got the Hawkeye hair. From Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the mohawk, got the stupid ass mohawk. Um, uh, what? Oh, I'm getting a phone call. call. Yeah, that's my mom calling for something. Oh reason. no, I'm not dealing with that because I know what she's trying to ask. Uh, <laughs> it's it's irrelevant. Um, the uh, sorry, that made me sound like a real asshole. Um, <laughs> Just don't worry oh, about it. She's asking for cop tickets for an improv show later. It, it's it's fine. Um, the, <laughs> the theater didn't get back to me. I don't know what to tell you, Mom. Um, uh, all she has to do is say that who she is, and then it's fine. Uh, so anyway, uh, I love his costume for the last chunk of the movie and in the, in the final battle is he's in a mocap suit with a goofy bubble helmet. Like... Because his, his Mysterio suit, it's like a CGI bubble, and I hated that. It's it's every other Marvel mask where it, yeah. like it, it zips up behind him and is just gone. Yeah. Uh, I would have loved if it was like a physical thing. He takes off. Just, like, and he holds to his side, because I think just the visual of that feels more Mysterio. Um, and it's cool. But, uh, I, yeah, I really like the scene where he's directing because you see then how the drones work, mm-hmm. where they project everything, but they also have real weapons on them that can uh, simulate all of the destruction and stuff. And covering that with illusion, it makes it look like anything's getting smashed and stuff. It's great. Some yeah. have, like, concussive blasts, some have machine guns, some have missiles, some flamethrowers. It's, it's fucking great. Uh, yeah, it was. it's an intri- very cool, interesting way to do it. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I believe it, because it makes... It m- ties in how, like, Peter would get wet. Yeah. They didn't have a specific water gun one, but... Well, there's the Super Soaker Squad. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal and his mysterious Super Soaker Squad. <laughs> That's um, a fucking band name. Yeah, it's a fucking good band name. <laughs> uh... Uh, and I hope all you listeners out there check us out. Feeling wet. We're um, <laughs> bah, bah, bah. But all that stuff was good because it kind of explains how he works and then also that he like threatens everyone. So Peter Billingsley is yeah. getting shouted at by his new boss all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's got like lasers on him. All. He's like, yeah, because he also like has, it seems like he kind of just has a drone on everybody at all times, but it's yeah. like cloning itself. Like it's covering itself. Mm-hmm. Like, cause at the, it, I'll, we'll save it, but yeah, love that. Uh, I know what you're going to yeah. say. The, the very last thing is great. Yeah. Um, the, uh, Peter Billingsley also feels like the tinkerer in the last movie where yes. he feels like he's getting set up for something. Cause he kind of gets away with a lot of the info. The tinkerer is just like, he's the guy in the chair it's yeah. great that he has all these guy in the chairs that are the bad guys where it's like, but again, where it's like, what's Peter Billingsley going to do? I guess he put out that video, but we'll yeah, talk, we'll yep, that's, that has also like major implications for the next episode. The it next, does. if I say episode, it's in episode TV. is right. It's kind of, uh, yeah. So the, um, he, he kind of, I guess confronts him now. Are we in that? I think he goes to fury. He goes to fury, but to, it's not to tell him fury. It, this is we don't know because it's this yeah this next sequence this is where it's all is muddy the fucking best yeah um he goes to Fury 
contacts him with... They go to S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, they go to S.H.I.E.L.D., which is in Berlin? Yes. They go to Berlin? Yes. So he goes to Berlin, so he separates from everybody. He hops on a train, goes to Berlin. Um, Berlin? Uh, I once knew a man in Berlin. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Euro trip. Uh, And he goes and he's talking to him, and then he's talking to... Something doesn't feel right, and he's just like, no, Mysterio's here. And then... Agent Hill starts disappearing. Then all the walls and everything start disappearing. And then Nick Fury is still there. Gets shot by a drone. We don't know if that's actually Fury. It's probably not. And Peter gets shot by one. And he falls down. And it's not a beautiful glass like shield building like all the other ones. It's just an empty, like, under construction building. Parking garage or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then he's surrounded by drones now. And then they all just start hologramming everything. And it's fucking... Trippy Mysterio it's shit. So cool. Which I didn't. The tra- again, the trailers didn't MVP, show any of this. Yeah. Just you just thought it was like maybe Mysterio just is magic, but like getting his weird trippy like illusions. There's a bit where I feel like one of Mysterio's main moves in the cartoon and stuff would always be in the nine late nineties or, or like the. 2000 like Spider-Man video game for like PS1 and uh-huh. N64 which was perfect <laughs> uh, you fight Monster Rock at the end it's great uh, you, when you fight Mysterio he makes himself real big there's a moment where Peter gets punched by a big fist and I was like oh he's real big like even just for a second you don't see a full shot of him but there's enough of a big Mysterio fist just punching him and that sequence is fucking crazy it's nuts and when you think it's over he's just right back in it yeah and then it's, they pull that trick like enough times where Peter, like you understand that Peter, like why Peter's like oh f- like he's yeah. fucked up afterwards. It's you don't know what's real. I think from the the Mysterio reveal of who he was, my jaw was just down. And then that trippy sequence was just like yeah, I was the goofiest grin on my face during the trippy sequence. I it's just like. Oh my god. 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 I love this. There's crazy shit of the the Tony Stark is out and the Iron Man zombie coming after him. Yeah. Crazy. I forgot about that. Yeah. Holy shit. That was horrifying. Covered in spiders. Yeah. And he has like his like skeleton. Like you see a skull and shit. And the spiders come out and then it gets real close up on the the bunch of spider eyes and they turn to Mysterio domes and are like walking towards him and he's just taunting him. Yeah. It's fucking awesome. And then it makes it seem like Nick Fury shoots Mysterio, who's just in his mocap suit. And then Peter's like, oh, what the f-? He's like, oh, my God. And then Fury's like, okay, who else did you tell? And it's like, all right, we just need we just need to keep a secret, but who else did you tell? And he's like, oh, I told Ned and MJ, and Ned probably told Betty. And then Fury's like, so fucking stupid, basically. And he's still just Mysterio, and then he kicks him into a train, basically. It's... Fucking awesome! Yeah, that was so well done. Yeah, that was that was probably my favorite part, for sure. Uh, like I, the, that that whole trunk was fucking because like, it kept going. It it's it's long. It's it's probably like a solid five minutes. It's similar to the Doctor Strange trippy mind experience, but it's that is just more so like look at all this crazy shit as Benedict Cumberbatch is just going ah <laughs> like I that dude. <laughs> 
small tangent in college I came back uh, my my roommate was stoned watching the Super Mario Brothers movie and it was just the, it was the part where Bob Hoskins is going in between the dimensions which is a lot of him tumbling through the air as crazy like ge- like geological shapes are happening behind him yeah. and he just turns and he's like just think how much footage they have of Bob Hoskins just spinning around in the air <laughs> And now I can't not think of that because it's the funniest shit in the world. Um, yeah, uh, the fact though that again they make Mysterio then becomes terrifying. Yeah, he's like he's fucking crazy. He's just like yeah, anything is. He's like it doesn't matter what's real unless I'd like decide what it is. He says something along those lines Went with two Peter Billingsley, I think. But like he he reiterates it a couple times where it's just like you now understand where it's like he like. I just love that the end the end fight is if he can just get his hands on him, he's got him. Yeah. Because he's just a guy. Uh, and, like, it makes... It's very clear stakes where it's like he just get through a whole lot of shit. A whole lot of security. Cut through the bullshit. Yep. That's literally what it is. Yeah. There is a cut through... This is a movie about cutting through the bullshit. It's true. That's, like, the message of the movie, like, on, on a lot of different levels. But, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it was so well done. I was, it was a fucking, it, I, I don't know how I would have responded to it in 3D. It might have been a little too much for me, personally, but it yeah. would, probably would be a cool movie to see in 3D. I, I think the last movie I saw in 3D was Alita, uh, the, oh, ba- the Battle Angel, yeah. uh, which, that's, that took, that's only coming out on, like, digital and stuff, like, the end of this month. Mm-hmm. It's, like, weird where it's like, yeah, it we're gonna... A while. Yeah, where it's, but this used to be like how long it took. Yeah. Now it's like two months. That's yeah. Now it's, it's, it's usually like three or four. Yeah. No, uh, it actually did pretty well too. It made its money back. Elita's kind of fucking awesome. Yeah, I gotta see it. Uh, I would, China helped it for sure. Yeah. It's kind of like a Pacific Rim situation. Man, I uh, would so be down for a sequel. I kind of want to spoil how they set it up. I forget if I ever told you, but. Uh, just watch it. Yeah. It's worth I'm, watching. I probably will. I probably will rent it. Yeah. Probably, if you're stoned watching it, it's probably awesome. It gets better as it goes. Like, the last chunk of it feels a little episodic, but, mm-hmm. like, by the by the final couple sequences, it's like, this is fucking... Like, I'm on board. Yeah. But it's also a movie where people say things like, ah, you're a student of Panzerkunst, huh? Like, that won't help you. And then 45 minutes later, you find out Panzerkunst is not a person, but a fighting style. And it's like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't... Was, was Dieter, I supposed to know this? <laughs> Dieter, Dieter von Kampf. Dieter von Kampf. <laughs> Let's pound some cunt. <laughs> uh, I love MacGruber. Um... <laughs> Guys, guys, oh, guys! Oh, no! Oh, oh shit! shit. <laughs> uh, wow! 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 <laughs> My real. Just tell me what you want me to fuck. Just <laughs> <laughs> point at anything. <laughs> uh, fuck you, dude! <laughs> During our pause, me and Sean talked about Mission Impossible Fallout real quick, and again, the way that Henry Cavill dies in that is so McGrubian, and I've said that before, but just, if Tom Cruise yelled, fuck you, dude! <laughs> you think your shit don't stay? And guess what? Shit does stay. It's a lovely it dress. Like <laughs> it's a lovely dress, man. 
Hope you enjoy being date raped. McGruber, this is my daughter. <laughs> of course we had to have the pregnancy terminated. <laughs> that whole monologue is McGruber is the fucking villain. It's so good. Oh yeah, fuck. Vicky, they, they fucking broke my blumpo. <laughs> He leaves the party. He's just like real calling her. He's just like, oh fuck, man, they fucking broke my plumpo. Like, <laughs> so good. Um, oh, you, we uh, <laughs> say you shit. <laughs> he's like, um, it's like a million, guy that, it's like a million wires in here. <laughs> no, it's the fucking, uh, it's the guy that, with the license plate. He keeps repeating the license. He's like, oh fuck you, like. <laughs> We should do a MacGruber commentary. It'll just mostly be us laughing. It's fucking Uh, so good. Seth Rogen still champions that movie. To this day. It's a cult classic. Yeah, he's. It's a modern cult classic. He still champions that movie. He's like, we got Brandon Trost, and he's like the best DP in the world from that movie. Like, he shoots all of Seth Rogen's movies now because he's like, he's an action movie DP and not a comedy DP. Um,. It's oh, so fucking cool. It's really cool. The Lonely Island guys are. Did you see their tone poem that they, their visual poem that they made on Netflix? <laughs> I watched that on my flight over to Israel, and like, like at one point, my boss was sitting in front of me and stood up, and I was just cracking. I was like, "What the fuck are you watching?" I'm just like, "The Lonely." I was like, "If you heard of the Lonely Island thing?" He's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "It's I don't." It's so weird. It grabs you and it never stops. <laughs> like, it goes from Lonely Island songs to Terrence Malick. Like shit at the drop of a hat and then back to the point where you can't, you don't know where any, what, which way is up. It's so ridiculous. It's like shake two halves, but shake two halves, but. <laughs> well, because it's like fuck, it's like Jose Canseco and Mark McGuire. It's like what the fuck, like <laughs> where did this come from, man? It's like they're talking to their dads and stuff. I guess, yeah. It's so funny. Oh my god. Um. Because they're, like, baseball players from the 80s, so it's, like, kind of before their time, too. Like, maybe, maybe well, they're... McGuire was still... I guess in the... Yeah. The cool, they were doing, like, their athletics days, though, which yeah. was the 80s. But, yeah, I mean, they are probably kids when that when that was a thing. It's but fucking ridiculous. It's so fucking weird. It's so good. It's just, That's, like, when Netflix is great. Did you... Wait, hold up. I meant to text you about this. Did you see the David Harbour thing? No. no. It's... Oh, fuck. It's, like... I haven't seen Stranger Things 3 yet either. I, no, I haven't either. I've been watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, baby. The episode I watched while eating breakfast this morning got nuts. Uh, episode 19, uh, it's, Del Toro clearly borrowed a lot for P room from Oh, it looked like it from what you sent me. I was like, this. But it's starting to get really crazy and like well, this, psychedelic and yeah this is the one you, you guy like had a mental breakdown uh-huh. or something yeah. yeah and it's clear it's starting to ramp up it's also getting really edible which i'm like i could do without yeah <laughs> i could do without this yeah. but uh one of the episodes ends where they're just like yes but who shall wield the spear of longinus and then they like show one of the robots holding a big spear and i don't know if you remember this but the spear of longinus is the spear that pierced the side of jesus uh and the, they call all the monsters angels. The very first one is Adam. And I only put this together today. They call the robots Evas. And I was like, oh, fuck, Adam and Eva. I was like, oh, my God. Like, it's it's getting, it's, it's, it's getting there. <laughs> <laughs> I had to stop after the episode I watched this morning literally was like 
some of the best like action in it so far, but then ended on a note that was just like, oh shit, like literally, what the fuck's gonna happen next? So I was like, I don't have time. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go see. I gotta go see Spidey. But um, Spider David Harbor is in something. It's called like. Frankenstein's Monsters Monster? Yes! That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Frankenstein's Monsters Monster Frankenstein. That's what it's called. (laughs) Which is about David Harbour unveiling the plays of his grandfather, who is David Harbour playing his grandfather, uh, as as Orson Welles, basically. Oh my god. Did you watch the trailer? No. It's weird as fuck. And I'm like, yeah, Netflix. Just more people just like, hey, I have this half of an idea. (laughs) Like... Give us enough money to make this a thing. The rest of the cast is pretty good, too. Um, did you see I Think You Should Leave, Tim Robinson's show? No. It's great. Yeah? It's six sketch episodes, and they're mm-hmm. all 18 minutes long at, like, their longest. Uh, it's great. There's a woman in one of them. She's, she was in Sorry to Bother You. Um, she's in, I think it's like one of the last sketches where she's a woman who owns Jim Davis's house from Gar- the Great of Garfield. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. It's so good. I think you should leave. You would, you would absolutely love it. Just download it all on your flight. You could crush oh, it. Oh yeah, I'll do that. Flight, but, yeah, um, for sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, Netflix, just keep making weird shit. Down like, for it. The David Harbour thing though, watch this trailer because it looks... It does, it, we'll watch it later. Yeah. We'll watch it after. Yeah, cool. Um, so Spidey, well, Spidey, he's what's the really besides the third act, which one of the few didn't really have third act issues. I didn't really have any great third act. Yeah, it's pretty I'd, pretty, I'd pretty good third act. The um, there's just a really funny bit where he wakes up in jail in <laughs> the Netherlands. That's right. Yeah, he gets hit by the train. He gets on the train that hit him, mm-hmm. and then um, he gets put in jail. And then it's everyone in the Netherlands is just super nice <laughs> it's just like he's there with like a bunch of soccer fans and then he's like yeah we're in the Netherlands and like you think there's gonna be a turn but there's just not and then he just breaks the lock on the door and then leaves and then a dude's wearing his night monkey mask and then he's just like oh yeah we call the night monkey and then he just leaves and then he's like hey can I borrow your phone and the dude literally hangs up his call and like hands it to him it's like where are we and he's like whoop, la, la, bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> and then it pops up on screen which is really funny. Um, and he calls... Uh, there's all the Happy Hogan Aunt May stuff, which was actually worked for me. Yeah. I mean, uh, I love, love me some Favreau. You don't need to tell me twice. Johnny Fabs is... He's killing it in this one. He's so good. Oh, my God, dude. The shield throw. As soon as he picked it up, I was like, he's going to do he's a shield throw. <laughs> and then it... <laughs> He just like chucks it, and it just like it like hits the ground. It like goes right. It to just the flops, and I was like, "That makes yeah, sense." He goes, "How does Kev do how this? How does Kev do this? It's fucking great." I feel like there's another Favreau thing I wanted to bring up, but I couldn't think of it. Yeah, it's my blip beard. I I feel like they picked actors who got snapped based off of how poorly people age. I'm like, yeah, I believe John Favreau is five years older now. <laughs> <laughs> Marissa Tomei she no, looks no, good she got snapped she, <laughs> she got snapped uh, Tom Holland got snapped didn't age at all yeah um, he hasn't aged much Chris Evans could go either way yeah yeah uh, who yeah. else um, Rocket Raccoon looking old 
You should have given him like a weird beard or something. Look at a little gray there. I mean, the, the amount of stress and depression too. That would have been actually a really good detail. Yeah. Um, He's such a the Rocket Raccoon. Such like the, the Infinity War and Endgame really fucking cemented how good of a character Rocket is. Oh yeah, it's, it's insane. It's insane though when you to really think about that. He's a CGI cart like ra- raccoon. Yeah. It's a um, fucking fake raccoon that Bradley Cooper voices for like an hour every three years. He does his. He's really good at it, too. Adam Sandler was almost Rocket Raccoon, which is the thing I always remember, where I'm like, I think I still would have liked... Glenn Howerton was almost fucking Star-Lord. And I was talking to somebody at a 4th of July party about this. I would still... I would... I still wanted him for Strange, because I would love to hear him say all the crazy magic shit. I think he'd be great. Cumberbatch is great, though. Yeah. Uh, Cumberbatch just isn't an exciting pick for me for anything at this point, because he's just in everything. Um... I would love Glenn Harrington as Mr. Fantastic. I think he could do a pretty good job of that at this point. I feel like he's the right age. Oh yeah. I think he would. Fuck look, yeah. I think he'd look great with the gray. Yeah. I think he could pull off Diaz. Diaz. <laughs> Dude, Mac is fucking. He just spangering. fucking turned him. Busy. <laughs> Charlie. Danny DeVito is <laughs> is just the mole man. Ah. Or he could be like fucking. Uh, he could be Doctor Doom. He's Herbie. He's Herbie <laughs> the robot, which was uh, they replaced the Human Torch on one of the cartoons because they're like kids will light themselves on fire, so we gotta not have oh. the Human Torch. So in comes Herbie the robot. Um, Interesting. Also, Bird, can you just turn invisible? Sonny should just do a Fantastic Four episode. <laughs> well, Disney owns them now. They could. They could. I hope they do a Disney episode. About how they got. Oh, They've done the up episode. They've done that, or part of an episode. Um, <laughs> waitress and janitor. <laughs> waitress school, janitor school. Um, they they do a lot of interesting stuff again in the third act with like the trippy shit. Um, the hall, the tunnel, like the hallway was yeah. like really fucking cool. Yeah, the the, the end battle is. Quentin's gonna do his biggest illusion on the London Bridge or the Tower Bridge. Favreau says that he's like, I thought it was the London Bridge, but it's the Tower Bridge. Like he says something like that. Oh, so, uh, going back, Happy gets he picks up Peter. Right. This is kind of important. This scene. is important. It's like for a character too. Like mm-hmm. it's kind of a moment where he's like, you, you you don't have to be Iron Man. Like yeah, it's like you're, you're you. He's yeah. like Tony was my best friend, and all he did was second guess himself and make mistakes all the time. You yeah, know, except for picking you. you. Yeah. Um, and one of my favorite parts, fucking, he's like, I got the music. Let me put some music in my Macy DC. I'm like, yeah. Do you need an omelet? Do you need an omelet? Okay, I'll whip up an omelet. Oh, we could talk. We could talk about who's whipping up omelets. It's probably Billingsley, to be honest. Absolutely Billingsley. Billingsley. JB Smooth. JB Smooth was probably whipping up omelets, and he was probably loving it. What's fucking omelets? What's fucking omelets? I, I would love if J.B. Smooth made an omelet. Uh, <laughs> or just Ben Mendelsohn just, just like... Just in it? Ben Mendelsohn just be like, I just have a cameo in this one. I just, I just do you want an omelet right <laughs> Who was the end? Was it Sam L. Jackson? Who did I say I wanted it the end with? It's usually end Samuel L. Jackson. It might have been Gyllenhaal. It, yeah. I think What's I wanted it with... I said something during it. I was like, I would have loved this. Is like, with J.B. Smooth. <laughs> like, something random like that. Um, so then Favreau, he's like, I love this. And this is like kind of the moment where he's like, 
Favreau just kind of smiles. He's like doing all the fucking like holograms. She's like, "All right, we're gonna put this here. We're gonna like he's building his new suit, which is like really fucking cool. I loved love it that because he's looking at all these like pre-built ones. He's like, no, and he's like, okay, if I have all these resources, what are the things that I need in order to build this? It's better than Homecoming where he just has everything. Yeah, now it's. I still like the Amazing Spider-Man movies did do that okay where he would scrap stuff together. That was like an interesting thing because that's kind of what he does usually. Mm-hmm. This is like he's literally given a machine that's gonna like do it for him. Do it for him. Yeah. Fine though, but he still had to figure it out and all that. I'm like, that's I'm 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 on board for that. I also love there's never a scene where he has a science lesson where it's just like, if you overload circuits, they're gonna blow up a drone. Like that never happens. Yeah. You know I mean, uh, he figures out a way where it's like, all right, if I link them all together with a web that can hold an electric charge, I can take out a whole bunch of them, which would be useful. Um, and then, uh, which is great, he makes the new suit, uh, the red and black one, which is awesome. Technically uh, comic accurate, too. I think the first the first one, it's red and black, but yeah. like with blue highlights. Like the, it looks great. Yeah, the shadows are like the blue. Yeah, no, it looks fucking awesome. It, that might be, that's one of my favorite ones, I think, at this point. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it looks great. The... Uh, uh, also, I, Favreau is basically his stepdad in this. Yeah. And it really, really works because it's kind of ridiculous. Because uh, he's probably smooching Aunt May. And he's like trying to figure out if they are like the whole time. <laughs> that scene at the very end is awesome uh, with the two of them. Yeah, um, <laughs> oh, you know, it's a summer fling. What? Oh, well, you know, it can evolve into. We, just, well, we don't know where it's evolving. It was just two people, you know. <laughs> we'll still be friends at the end of this, either way. Uh, <laughs> it's great. Oh, um, shit. She's just not even making eye contact with him. Um. Uh, this is like a weird like summer special episode where everyone's just like romance is in the air it's just yeah like, dude this is one where Nick Fury just hijacked our summer vacation like <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude yeah um the uh end battle's cool he makes a big storm with like a wind monster and the water monster's there he also plans on assassinating specifically everybody who knows Fury Hill Ned, uh, Betty, and MJ, I think, is all mm-hmm. on his, like, I'm gonna, all these people are gonna get killed in the middle of this. And then, uh, yeah, so then there's a bunch of destruction on the bridge, and it's cool. There's a great moment where <laughs> it's like, J.B. Smooth is just like, oh, he's like, all the water, and the fire, and the wind, and the everything, it's all combining together, like Power Rangers. And Martin starts, like, it's like Voltron, it's like, it's great. Uh, <laughs> I'm just arguing about that. <laughs> Um, yeah. uh, where again, it, it just gets so ridiculous. And then there's a great part where Mysterio's, he's talking to Nick Fury the whole time and he's like flying around. He's just like, Oh no, they're drawing power from the earth's core. This isn't good. He says something like that. And Nick Fury just turns. He's like, there's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> like that, like, it's like, Oh wait, Oh fuck. Like <laughs> this guy's tricked me. Cause Favreau calls him to try and give him a coded message. It's yeah. like things. It's he's like, a, he's got a surfboard and like, it's it looks can be deceiving or whatever. Yeah. He's like, I don't surf. He's like, Oh yeah, I figured this looks can be deceiving. Or yeah. that was like the code or something. Yeah. And it's like, okay. Um, Maria Hill also gets to blow up a drone with a rocket launcher, which I was like, Oh, it feels like fury and Avengers one. I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm on board. With That's that. right. Um, 
Oh, and, and all the while there was a drone just like waiting to kill Nick Fury. I feel like the whole time, right? That's the one that she kills. Yeah, she blows it up. She blows it up. It's just sitting there the whole time. Yeah. It's fucking. That's like terrifying to oh, think yeah, of. It really it's is. just like always there. Um, There's a great bit though where Peter flies directly. He parachutes down and then web wings uh, into the illusion itself. He's like, it's gonna be fake. It's gonna be fake, and he's in it. He's in the middle of it. It looks really cool. And there's a great part where he's jumping around on the drones and he starts webbing them together to link them together. And then Mysterio is like, some of the drones are out of sync. And Peter Billingsley says, yeah, but it must have just flown to a bunch of birds. Which is what they say in Spider-Man 3 when the Sandman lands on the particle accelerator. They're like, yeah, it's probably a flock of birds. <laughs> they switch it on. I think I, I might have turned to you when I heard that. I was like, oh... I think I'm reaching, but... That was very... Yeah, it's I didn't notice that. Spider-Man 3-ish. I, I didn't make that connection. It's yeah. stupid. Well, it's it is a dumb connection. It is. <laughs> um, well, because wasn't, uh, wasn't the hologram off when they were doing the tests, too, because he took the two, like, the, the hologram... Like, remember, his hand wasn't, like, matching up when they were doing the tests. Right, 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 because there was, like, one that was, like... That was the broken one. Yeah, that he, like, took the yeah. thing um, from. I thought that was interesting. Because I was also... Because it, it's weird, because it is, like, they're... Because they, isn't Mysterio's orig- origin, like, he was a special effects yeah. person for movies? Yeah, he's, like, a disgruntled special effects man or something. Yeah, so, like, it, they kind of keep elements of that where it's, like, they're making a production. You know, it's, like, it's a production, and he has the suit, he has, the, he has a hero costume, which is, like... There's in the film industry of like your hero prop where like it's the one that you see the most of and like they usually yeah. interact with it the most or whatever. Chris Evans isn't going to be throwing the hero shield around. That's the metal heavy one that they use in the close ups. Yes. These are around and stuff you need to probably have like a plastic. A rubber one or whatever. Yeah. So that had like a double meaning and like. There's a whole running gag where somebody is just in charge of getting the wrinkles out of his cape. He's like, I don't want any wrinkles in that. I'm probably going to be meeting the queen later. Yeah. <laughs> She's steaming it's it. Great. Yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot of shit. Well, also when he when they're practicing everything for the big final battle, it's uh, in an old theater, which is like, mm-hmm. yeah. which again, it's, he's Count Olaf, like he really is. It's but it works. Yeah, it really works. Where it's like he's got his little troop, uh, and everyone has their job and their specialty, and like they don't catch all of them at the end. Most of them get away, mm-hmm. and it kind of feels unclear. What happens to Mysterio? Because you can't know for sure. No. Well, that's like the whole point of the movie is like nothing's nothing's like. I can't believe there's like objective truth and like. Peter even says at one point he's like, yeah, because the news said those night monkeys, so the news doesn't lie. lie. Yeah. I mean that goes back to that. That's fun. Yeah. No, there there is like a more like pretty relevant message, I would say. Yeah. Like it's 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 definitely a product of its time. Like I never I didn't really expect that to be like one of the core messages of the film, you know. Yeah. It was like it was pretty cool. Um and then I guess he yeah, he takes him down. Uh and I you know what I thought was interesting too, and they use it later and he, he's like execute them all. I was like, wait a minute. I was, I was like, like is he just gonna kill everybody? And then <laughs> all the drones like, fly away. Yeah, it's like execute all of the protocol to cancel like whatever was happening. Yeah. There's a couple other little things in the end. I love this is Mysterio's trying to create an Avengers level threat, which mm-hmm. is a bunch of elements coming together to destroy the Earth's core or something like that. Where it's like, yeah, it's a bunch of, enough of dumb bullshit where it's like 
these are getting harder to come up with like good threats for at yeah. this point. Like, it's like and it's an excuse for them to do that mm-hmm. in for the movie. Like you can you can have your cake and eat it too kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. that's it's it's clever cuz you know it, it if it wasn't this it probably would have felt tired. Like if it wasn't if it was if it was what it was Actually, on, at that, face value, like it would have been. I would have been like, that's why I yeah. wasn't super excited for this one. Yeah. Like going into it, I'm like, I don't know. Um, uh, but the again, it's great because Mysterio's constantly in the end. He's constantly surrounded by drones, so it's just like it, it, the stakes are so clear. He's a dude in a mocap suit with a dumb bubble. If you can just get your hands on him, because he even says he's like, if I can just get him, he's just a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Uh, Peter eventually gets in, like, there's a whole extended sequence where he's, fl- like, swinging around the bridge and he's fighting all the drones and it's very fun. He's yeah. clever and he's using all these, he runs out of webs, which is, and he still doesn't beat Mysterio, which is, like, a good detail, because now he's got to just, he can't, like, grab him at any yeah. point. Um, he's, uh, he's the London, uh, the Tower Bridge sign as a shield, or, like, right. I was, like, kind of getting cap vibe from that, too. That was cool. With um, the other thing that you could kind of like swing and hammer throw, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it works. Um, the uh, yeah, this this shit in the the bridge though was really cool, where Mysterio just blacks out and then he just basically closes his eyes and he relies on his spider sense, which mm-hmm. they keep calling the Peter Tingle in this. <laughs> which like it's like yeah, it's not really working, but it also feels like he doesn't really understand it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but where it's just his eyes are closed and then he's just running and like he knows what the shape of the place is so he just has to like rely on that and he's just fucking up drones it's awesome yeah that was well um, done the best moment though is like you see Mysterio get hit by a bullet at one point and then he drops and Spider-Man's talking over him at one point and then uh, suddenly like he just <laughs> And then you hear a gunshot, and then Mysterio appears next to him, and he's just got a fucking handgun in his hand, and then, like, Spider-Man, like, punches him or something like that. But, like, that is so good, because that's such a more conceivable threat than anything else, where he's just a disgruntled dude with a fucking handgun now. It's like... Yeah, he's he's broken down to that. He's, he's, He's... that's his last resort. Like mm-hmm. he's all the way down to that. And it's also like, there's that one last gotcha and it doesn't work, but like, but no, then he has another yeah. one last gotcha and it does work. Yeah. Uh, where, yeah. Then Peter gets the glasses from him. Mysterio dies. He puts the glasses on the glasses. To say that, yeah, he died, but he's been in control of those this whole time. So I hope he's not necessarily dead. I think it'd be great to see an even more unhinged Joan Hall come back. Cause why not, baby? Fucking um, let's do it. Yeah. Um, and then all the drones fly away. Peter and MJ have a moment on the bridge. She gives her the broken necklace. She likes it more because it's broken. Uh, the black dahlia necklace. Uh, that scene was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, and they smooch, and it's like very odd. That was actually like a good first kiss. I feel because it was like very awkward. And then they like went back in like a couple more times, but it it gets more, less and less awkward. A little less awkward, but yeah. it was never like full movie like three sixty like yeah, like it was none of that. And I was like, oh, this actually, this is really sweet. Yeah, um, she knows, and I also love that she ran in with the medieval flail that she had used earlier. Uh, oh, that's what I wanted to bring up. John Favreau in this movie has the line: "Go head to the crown, the crown jewels vault." 
He, head to the crown jewels vault, says John Favreau. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, England. England's a fun place to have. And it also kind of fulfills that amazing Spider-Man 2, because uh, she was going to go to London. <laughs> Connections, Andrew. They're like, we got to have... The, Sony's uh, like, we got to have Spider-Man. It's like the John Peter spider at the end of the movie. Yeah. It's like, we got to have Spider-Man swinging one. on Big Ben. Like, it's got to happen. Or it did happen. Them. Exactly. It happen no, it didn't one, happen. Because um, um, of Uncle Ben tier. Uncle Ben. I also thought when they did the, the, the tombstone with the Tony Stark illusion, I thought it was going to be Uncle Ben. Yeah, they haven't even mentioned him. They haven't even mentioned Ken Marino once. <laughs> it's gotta be Ken Marino, right? Like, <sighs> when when would it come up? At this? Like, I don't know. I don't think it's ever going to. I I honestly, if they haven't by now, why Man. would you bring that back? It, that's almost like one of those like Sandman things with the third movie. It's like, why would you bring that back? I, I I think it would be worth it. Like, if Peter and MJ start like dating or whatever in the next one, and then she start like if she if if it can come from Aunt May more so. Yeah, where it's like. Your Uncle Ben was uh, swam to the island and <laughs> just gives the same monologue from Spider-Man. <laughs> and I didn't look too bad in my swimsuit either. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, Ben. <laughs> Benny, Ben, Ben. You're not Superman, you know. Um, oh, fuck. They, so, yeah, it's like pretty much over then. Mm-hmm. And then the p- fucking mid credit scene, dude. Yep. If you didn't like this movie, the well, mid credit yeah. scene probably would have made it up for you. I think it would have. The, um, the mid credit scene feels like it should have just been the ending. Yeah, uh, it was. Because, like, they go, she takes them. It just continues the following <laughs> shot that we just saw that yeah. we just left off on. The, uh, well, the last thing is our, everyone goes home and you get the weird flash moment, which we mentioned, and then. Uh, you get the happy Aunt May moment where it's like, well, what are we? And then <clears throat> he goes swinging. And then he goes swinging. And the web swinging is great. It's so. so I just felt right. I was like, this is it, man. This yeah. is what it's got to be. Yeah. Now he's like, now it's. It, it, it really does feel like now he is ready. Where it's like yeah. Vulture was enough to be like, okay, you can kind of play with us. And then Endgame and Infinity War happens. Like, okay, you did great, but you know that was. A, Pretty fucking crazy, right? Crazy. It was crazy. Um, But this felt like it was actually him on his own, coming into his own, uh, which is cool. Um, Mid-credit scene. Take it away, bud. (laughs) So there was a quick shot of Peter Billingsley sending, like, uploading something. And you're like, what was that? And it was like, you know, they kind of cut away after that. So it was kind of Mysterio's uh, fail-safe of him using the audio of Peter saying execute them all and they they CGI the suit back onto which was basically the whole reason why he had the suit at all in the first place I feel yeah. like because like there's no point to that other than to, to CGI, CGI shit. <laughs> yeah yep. so he CGI'd they make it look like Peter killed Mysterio, um, Mysterio and he also reveals that he's Peter Parker to everyone in Times Square. And who does he give this? The information was given to J. Jonah Jameson. Played by? Played by J.K. Simmons. He's back. And he's a menace. And he's, they, again, back to the PS4 game, they're basically doing the Alex Jones thing with J. Jonah Jameson, which is, that is, that is the right move, I think. It's, it's on the nose. um, But. But it's, that's what news is now. Like that. Like no one fucking reads newspapers anymore. No. 
Um, it makes sense. Where it makes sense for the time. It's not like because like Dark, Clark Kent working at the Daily Planet and Batman v Superman just was didn't really feel right. They never and, wrote about that and, football team. And they talk, well, to. and they talk about it in the movie. They're like the paper newspapers are dying. Like no one cares anymore. And like there's Batman all these v Superman thing though. I just gotta say it was a drinking game rule I made while watching that movie that whenever Larry Fishburne shows up, just drink because he has nothing to do. <laughs> he has nothing to work with. He's just like. Ah, Clint, uh, Clint, 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 I don't know. You should just probably cut the scene if I'm being honest, Zach. Um, Let's get it down to two, buddy. Um, He's killing it, though. Larry Fishmore is killing it. Oh, yeah, dude. John Wick. Um, John Wick's up. Johnny Wick's? You see three yet? Yeah. We talked about it. Oh, yeah, we did. (laughs) That's our last episode, dude. John Wick's in Game of Thrones. Um, So... J. Jonah Jameson's back. I don't think he will have really much of a role. I think he's Peter Billingsley. He has the same hair. That's true. He has. He's bald. He's got the same weird, like, it's too high on the sides, but he's shaved just as much. I think it's Peter, Peter Billingsley. As? As William uh, doing an illusion, playing character. Because that saves it from J.K. Simmons crossing universes like if that is a hologram character that would work for me more than just it's still i i wasn't as i had the jk simmons thing spoiled for me which i'm pissed about Mm -hmm. uh it was in a fucking instagram post on like the like uh the the, like the new stuff Mm um i'm not happy but i wasn't happy about that but i also have been trying to forget it and i was like yeah that's probably a fake or something and then they also showed then there's just a shot of scrolls but i didn't know the context of that and again the other the other post-credit scene that was so weird like what it's nick fury's off in space and and fury and hill were talos and i guess his wife the the whole time and i'm like okay so are they teasing captain marvel 2 and fury's just hanging with her the whole time like i don't I don't know. I assume... Well, there's also... There's a moment where, where Peter's like, uh, what about Thor? He's off-world. What about... Um, I forget who Don't else. invoke her name, he yeah, says. He says like, Captain Marvel's like, like, don't invoke her name. Why is like, like weird thing to say? Yeah. Um, I guess that makes... With Krull, makes this the scrolls mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. But also, I did love... I, Talos is funny. After seeing the second watch of Captain Marvel, it's like, oh, Talos is great because he's just a funny space dad Uh, he's just like people are asking me where the avengers are and i don't know what to tell them i'm gonna make something up and i think i'm doing all right uh like he just feels like and i'm just trying to like that's his whole character i am kind of curious to rewatch now knowing that it's him the whole time i assumed it wasn't him the the whole time too because i was positive the chameleon the chameleon reveal was gonna happen Mm. positive because I had read a spoiler post that said one of the end credit scenes was going to be the Sinister Six forming. And one of them was going to be Fury walks in and then it turns out he's a chameleon. Because Dimitri... Who the fuck is Dimitri? Dimitri is for sure some sort of... Random villain. Rhino? <laughs> the Rhino! Dude, what if he's Craven? No, he's not going to be Craven. Isn't Craven like basically the vulture? No. No. Craven the hunter? He's got a lion for a shirt. <laughs> And he That's right. Kills Craven. Momoa isn't. Then were people saying that Jason Momoa should play him? He'd be good. Momoa would be good. Craven also has been somebody that they've been seeing for the movies for a while. Where it's like he's just a great hunter. Like he's got enhanced strength and speed and stuff, and he just wants to hunt Spider-Man. And he like succeeds, 
And then the one comic is he like crawls out of his grave is like the big famous shot. Uh, and then he beats the shit out of Craven or something. Yeah, so I was yeah, I I liked it a lot. I think I liked it more than Homecoming. Um if we had to rank all Spider Man movies. <sighs> Amazing Spider Man two at the bottom. Yes. Safe bet. Amazing Spider Man one ahead of that, in my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree. Um Probably three then. Yeah, three then. Oh boy, now it starts to get harder. <sighs> Maybe Homecoming ahead of three. Not that it's bad. It's just that, like, in oh. terms of ranking it, it's like there's like between th- Homecoming and three, there's a big drop in quality. Because Homecoming is a better movie than it is a Spider-Man movie. Well, so I don't. It's, 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 that's Both of these movies don't really feel like Spider-Man movies. This one more so. More so, but the Spider-Man like... Spider-Man stuff in this, I think, is better. Yeah, but I, I'm also, like, very fucking amped for him to be in New York again. Because, like, it's... Especially because Raimi goes out of his way to, like, make it feel like some weird fucking Sam Raimi version of New York that doesn't yeah. exist. Where you mess with one of us and yeah, you Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it's... It is a character in in that movie, in those movies. And New York's really a character. Uh, I was <laughs> talking to together. my buddy yesterday about uh, our sketch show, and he's like, I really want to do interstitials where uh, it'll be like us talking to camera, where it's like, Niels and Rick, I don't like those guys. They're like, oh, they're such sweet boys. Or like, it's just us in character doing that. And I was like, oh, so kind of like this? And I tried to pull up the, the montage from Spider-Man 1. Where it's just like, he's a menace. Like, and it's like weird characters. I don't like him. He sucks. I don't like him. Yeah, exactly. Jim Norton, for some reason. Exactly. Like, what? Uh, <laughs> how, the Raimi movies are filled with the craziest fucking cameos. But, uh, and extras. And extras, yeah. The uh, legs sounds hot. <laughs> it's Spider-Man! <laughs> that lady's voice is the best. It's Spider-Man! It's the great... Like, I... It's like I a hope, 1950s old-timey voice. I hope Raimi was like, cut. What the <laughs> fuck did you just do? <laughs> Is that just how you talk? I hadn't I hadn't actually spoken to you yet. <laughs> Print it, moving on. Can we do one bad like do that again? <laughs> it's probably the second AD that was just like or the first AD that was like doing all that. Oh I wanna meet whoever the first AD was on <laughs> Spider-Man because he fucking Primo directing. Um I surrender! <laughs> 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 oh shit those movies are See, so good that's the thing now we're into all those where it's like I guess I still like the first Spider-Man more but mainly because I think it's one of the best origin stories that's I think we're on, our rankings probably around the same I think I, I'd probably go one, two. one and two I would do one two probably f- Spider-Verse Far From Home yeah Spider-Verse is really fucking good. Yeah, I'm meaning to rewatch it for multiple... It's literally in my Blu-ray player right now. I know it's on Netflix. It is fucking such a trip, dude. Yeah. Um, I almost would have... I'm also glad that there wasn't any, like, teases for that. Oh, fuck. You know what I just remembered, which is a bummer in terms of, like, a sequel for this? They keep talking about throwing... uh, Venom into it. I don't think they're gonna. They... It really won't fit. I was talking to somebody about this at the 4th of July party I was at yesterday. I was just like, yeah, it's weird where it's just like, what if we made Tom Hardy into a 90s Jim Carrey movie? And they're like, yeah, it's the, it's like the mask. 
and I, I'm, we might have talked about this, but Venom is the mask. Venom? Yeah. It goes into a dog at one point. The bad guy gets a scary It's not version. good. It's not good. The fact that that movie made so much fucking money. It's upsetting. It's a, it is. I, I don't I don't know what's... It's not like Aqu- Aquaman made too much money, but it was also just like, yeah, but this is dumb in a good way. <laughs> yeah, it's it's enjoyable. It didn't take it's itself just, too seriously. I just rewatched it, and I was like, there's shit in there where I'm like, this is wild. Like I haven't I even rewatched it. it yet. I've been like meaning to buy it. I watched it in three chunks, because it's two and a half. It's 220. It's, it's long. long, yeah. yeah. Um, but the final battle between the crab men and, uh, uh Patch Wilson is like awesome. Pee Willie. With the slick back hair. Uh, it's fucking awesome. All the action's great. And there's like, it's rarely boring. It's like, it's a movie that's like rarely boring. It moves. Like it definitely, this, this one too had pretty good pacing. Like I, I was. Cause you were, I think other than that bus part, I was engaged with. Everyone's storyline. Even yeah. Ned and Betty, I was just like, oh, look at them. God, dude, everything, every time you saw them, I was laughing. I laughed. I was like, I laughed at Ned for the first half hour, like, alone. Because, again, he's just, he's just the fucking best. Um, trying to see. Uh, I probably, I gotta start wrapping this up, because I gotta get to my show. So. Oh, shit, yeah. It's yeah, 6 it's, it's 6, yeah. Jesus. Um, it's fine. I can be a couple minutes late. Um... This. I saw yesterday. That you was saw good. yesterday? That was when, a fun When movie. did you see that? Yesterday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, it was good. Was it? Yeah. I definitely, I, I mean, it wasn't like earth shattering, but it was like a fun movie. It was good. I'm, I feel like I'm not enough of a Beatles fan to be I don't like, think you need to be. But the premise to me feels so inexplicable where it's just like the universe, it's just, it's just everyone forgot the Beatles. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the gag. Like it, it, everything you see in the trailer is like basically what happens, but like, I don't know. It was, it was fun. And it just like, it kind of reminds me of like how fun they are as a band and like how much joy they bring to people and and also, it's a good, like, you know, cynical thing about, like, the music industry and, like, how they, like, exploit artists. And, oh. Yeah. No, it's, like, because he basically just, like, has a breakdown by the end of the movie. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it's, <laughs> it's like, Kate McKinnon's, like, his manager. Right. And she's fucking hilarious in it. Yeah. And she's just, like, you know, they're abusing the shit out of him. They're, like, he, he's, he doesn't have any, like, time to breathe. And, like, he's writing all, of, like, these amazing songs. And everyone's, like, you're, like, a genius. Like, yeah. you're writing. And he's, like, you know, he condenses, like, the entire Beatles catalog into, like, a couple months. Like, yeah. he just pumps out, you know. So, <laughs> it's interesting. I, I liked it. And then, like, the ending was kind of cool. I liked how it ended. Um, I, that that's not a movie that that's not something that I, I know I would rush out to go. See. No, it's a it's a good rental. Like it's worth seeing. Yeah. Like, Danny Boyle just picks interesting stuff. Well, he like He's, left Bond twenty five for this, which well, I Bond twenty five. It's also sounds like a train wreck. It, from, the, did you hear, like the person got arrested for putting a camera in the women's bathroom. What? Someone was putting a camera in the women's bath in the women's bathroom, so they got arrested. They're like. The way I heard about it was just like, it was like, basically the PRFs were like, everything's fine, we arrested the person who was doing this. I was like, wait, this was happening? Like, that, that is so fucked up. Yeah. Like, Craig broke his ankle, he's just got back, they just resumed, and like, they're probably over, well, because I remember Spectre won over by like $100 million, or they won like $100 million over budget. Wow. Yeah, because that was in the Sony hacks. Wow. Yeah. Spectre also was... 
not good. It was so close. It though. was very close. Well, Sam Mendes. That's why. It's like it just had a few missing parts. It just no, like it had too many parts. Oh, like well, I mean, you know what I mean. Like it's just like too much can be. There too, was you know. so much in the beginning of that movie that's just silent. It's just all visual setup. Well, like the first like ten minutes is one one shot, right? Quote right, unquote. right, right. Yeah, they do one of those um, invisible cuts. It's not 25 hours like the God of War game I was mentioning. But, uh, <laughs> there's, there's shit in Spectre, though. All the Dave Bautista stuff is great. Uh, there's, like, it gets goofy in a way that still feels grounded, which yeah. is, like, that's... Go Roger Moore times Dave Well, that's, like, exactly. That's what it seems like it's going. He's got the... He's got metal fingernails, like... <laughs> for no reason. Um, I metal nails. <laughs> I got metal nails. The, uh... It's so good. The, uh... Just Bautista... Um, I was going to say the new one though, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is doing script punch ups, which is perfect. She did, uh, Fleabag, which I think yes. I ranted about yes. and how good it is. I think she did something else too. Cause that name sounds familiar. Killing Eve, I think is also a show that she wrote. That's supposed to be great. Okay. Um, which I haven't started watching yet, but yeah. Uh, so to, again, just having a female writer for Bond, who's like actually a strong presence feels right. Honestly, she should just be the Bond girl in it. She would fucking Oh, she's in uh, fucking oh, she's Star in Solo. Wars. She's right. Solo. She is Ro- oh. She's the Millennium Falcon now. Yeah. So whenever you see the Millennium Falcon, just remember it's... Goodbye, it's, Christopher Robin. Yeah. It's like triple I didn't threat. know she wrote stuff. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Fleabag, she wrote and stars in. She's awesome. Nice. Uh, Fleabag's so good. Uh, yeah, Bond is a, a mess. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I haven't really seen... I've been mostly watching Neon Genesis. Ooh, dude. Stranger Things. We should do Stranger Things 3 next. Yeah, I, I gotta finish Neon. I got... Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna probably watch Stranger Things until I get back to LA, so you got some yeah. time. I... Depending on how things go tonight and whatnot, I'm probably just gonna be binging some of that. Because I'm into where it's getting crazy. Mm-hmm. And there's like two movies. So I've got like seven episodes and then two movies. Which really is... It's anime, so... It's like an hour and 20 the, minutes. The end credits are like five minutes, and I could skip the opening, but dude, if you heard the opening theme song, you would understand why I can't humanly do that. It's <laughs> a banger. That's why I don't, um, I don't skip Stranger Things, too. That's a good theme song. Yeah. I love the Bo- score. Bojack Jack Horseman also is another one where I never skip the opening. Yeah. Um, Thrones. Thrones. Thrones I was when I was rewatching it all, because I was like... Well, oh, on a rewatch, yeah. But the they had the new credits, and... The more far, the further removed I am from Game of Thrones, the more I hate the last season. Mm-hmm. I watched like three YouTube videos about it yesterday, and was just like, "Oh yeah." yeah. I think they just got their the the Disney check clear, and they're like, "All right." They had seen. They were in senior year, dude. Senior last, year two right, so last two weeks. Last two weeks. That's a meme, dude. I'm making that. Do it. D&D. Uh, Two weeks left. Fuck it. One my, season left. I forget if I've ever told you the story. My brother uh, is a PT. When he was in school, uh, they were doing anatomy stuff with like cadavers and shit. And, yeah. shit. and uh, my brother turns to one of his friends who just has a scalpel and he's just into one their, their cadaver's thigh. He's just like, last two weeks. Just drilling holes. Fuck it. And my brother's like super fucked up. Also hilarious, but stabbing a leg. <laughs> just, just really fucked up. Last two weeks. Fuck oh, it. Shit. Um, uh, yeah, which is I always think that's really fucking funny. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a lot of that. But apparently, just D and D are just going to Comic Con. Just the two of them. Uh, where it's just like, well, enjoy, you fucking idiots. Like, I don't know what. What do you? <laughs> 
I thought that was like they were at Comic Con and they like specifically weren't there. It was like only they and like they. Show, I, I don't know if I sent it to you. It was like when you realize that everyone is at Comic Con except for D and D, and it's the shot of Marjorie like in the sep, like looking around like, right before it blows up. <laughs> <laughs> Jon Snow's Kit Harrington's probably just like fuck now. No, he's like, he's done. He, he's he's got his own shit to deal with. Yeah, and like I'm glad that he's dealing with it. Yeah, I want him to be in more stuff. He was in that other Lonely Island thing. Like, like <sighs> seven days in hell. Did you see the other one? Uh, Tour de Pharmacy. Tour de Pharmacy. I think I liked a little bit more, but it's it's way busier. Like, it's a lot. There's John Cena and Dolph <laughs> John Cena is the Austrian dude. Who, like the year before is real scrawny, and he's just like, ah! <laughs> and he's on like, this little tiny bike. It's like <laughs> Freddie Highmore as a woman. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is old Andy Samberg, right? <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, I think, is old. Is old John, John Cena. Cena. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. Just the cast. I watched that on a flight, too. Lonely Island one-offs are perfect in flights, man. Um, trying to, I, yeah. Except for... And then it's... James Marston is the reporter. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, well, it turns out it's just you and I, and I'm somehow in second place, so... <laughs> It's so good. And then they fall in love like he marries the, uh, right? Doesn't he like, or no. I don't remember. Well, Andy Samberg has, they like, he bangs Freddie Highmore. <laughs> I can't remember. I saw, like, I saw that on my way to New Zealand, I remember. I took a Lord of the Rings break and that was on the screen and I was like, oh, I'll watch this. It's a nice palate cleanser. It really was. Um, Alright, I think we yeah, gotta wrap this up. We gotta bounce. Yeah, I gotta bounce. I gotta change. I gotta bounce. Um, this was our super long Spider-Man talk. Uh, longer than the movie. Longer than the movie. That's Bye. our guarantee. Doodly do. Doodly do. Stick around. Bye.